<laughs> no, it like it said a weird thing like are you done recording and there wasn't like a button like to go back so I had to hit okay. Uh-huh. I, quite strange. Oh wow, it happens. So we should start. We'll, we'll just start over. We're starting from the top. Yeah. Okay. So, so some housekeeping. The can be uh, September 9th, right? Not the September 29th. I got to do that next. September 9th, Newcastle, Indiana. The Cambian is playing. Uh, they've been around forever. I think they're from. Uh, I think they're from Indiana, Central Indiana, somewhere. Uh, the Cambian, the Foley's, South Bend's very own wrestling themed. Uh, I would say Indiana's greatest wrestling theme, punk rock band, the Foley's are going to be playing. And uh, myself, Dead and Sarah, I'm going to be playing some acoustic drunk punk. I'm practicing every day of this fucking week for this show. So it's going to be fun. Sweet. Heck yeah. And then, well, after that, I almost forgot, September 29th, we have Michiana Education and Arts Club very first allegorical movie night and we are the first allegorical movie night is going to be of the matrix and the legendary man motherfucking mr matt bennett himself is confirmed to be there so he's gonna be in town at elkhart so come join us come hang out it's gonna be awesome yeah it's gonna be fun and oh go ahead oh i was no Oh, uh, I was on a side note. We were we were going to we said we were going to get the hotel, but we're trying to save some money because we had to cancel these two shows since we don't have a car. So we need a car, and we're gonna have you sleep here. We got a comfortable bed for you, and instead of getting like the basic, uh, the basic hotel breakfast with like a wrapped up muffin and a banana, <laughs> we'll be able to cook some some hot ass, uh, ten out of ten food. What type of breakfast food do you like, man? You got a favorite meal? I don't know. I like French toast a lot, but ooh, okay. We make some French <laughs> wait, toast. We, we also have a flat top grill. We can cook up a oh yeah breakfast actually. I could I could do uh I could do French toast on the grill on the flat top grill. Yeah. Oh nuts! That's, that's no problem. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. He just says no problem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we um, got a bunch of breakfast stuff actually. We need to cook. Yeah, we got to do that this week. Yeah. We gotta make, <laughs> make tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. Labor Day off, Matt? No, I have to work. I have, I'm off Tuesday, oh. Wednesday. But we do get we do get time and a half tomorrow, so at least that. But oh, I forgot. You're, yeah, that company's really nice to do that. It yeah, it's probably like the best retail job to work. Like retail sucks, obviously everyone knows, but yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like, like at least they take care of you a little bit at this company. So <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Whole Foods and Martins. Like kind of similar because Martin's did the same thing for us. Really, Martin's yeah, did they, the same thing took, for you. Yeah, they took care of us and shit like that. Just like they do, probably at Whole Foods. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do a lot of shit, but they take care. What? That's yeah. every job. Well, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> right. Heck yeah. Um, did you uh, did you send the link on over to Dennis? Is that? Oh possible? shit! I, I did not. Um, oh shoot. I, I I think if I press the back button, that's what I did last time, and then it oh, says. Oh, dude, don't worry about it then. Um, I'll try to figure it out here. Uh, let's. Can you see. just like can you just forward from what I sent you? Oh yeah, that's. I wonder. Um, let's try it. it well, that's what I usually do. So I'm on the computer. 
so I usually just uh, copy the link and send it over, but it's it's weird. Or no, I send the link over on my phone. In my, I don't have my phone anymore. My phone broke. Oh really? Oh man. That's yeah. Terrible. So I don't, I don't, I don't think yeah, I can. He was uh, at a dispensary, I think earlier this week or something, and he went to go close the door, I guess, and when he shut it, the phone fell between the door. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it was so weird. I as soon as I got in the car, my phone. I was just wearing some Celtics basketball shorts, and my phone just slipped out of my pocket, and it just it just happened to go in the car like right as I was closing the door. Did I just I just hate how shit falls out of your pocket? Yeah, and it was just I don't know. It was just perfect timing, I guess. Every time I lost something, like I swear to God, like when I lost my bike bag, like I had it strapped down tight, and it's still just. And just the fact that it was like nine in the morning and someone just picked it up that quick. Like this world's no <laughs> Wait, what? Are you serious? No, like, yeah, like like just like a bike bag, like on the back, like on the rack of a bicycle. And like I I, I I've had this issue where like it won't stay on, like the velcro's worn out, so I can't like strap it on. So I've been using like bungees to keep it on, but like all this okay. world's just like fell off and i retraced my steps real quick and it was just and then like it said my ipod was in like a town like a couple towns like way kind of far from where i was i'm like this is so weird wow i actually remember you made an episode about it right yeah we heard that episode yeah <laughs> so like it. it was just like intense. i'm just saying it's just so weird when like you think you like everything's like secure and it's I don't know, man. It's just the same with the like. The point is like just the same with like the falling out of the pocket. Like it's just ridiculous. Like I don't know. It's it, it's so easy to lose all your shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even on a aside from a material level, it's easy to lose your shit on a on a mental level too. You know? Yeah, so like, you, to take yeah, it to that not, level. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes like physical items make you mentally lose your shit. Yeah, when you lose. Yeah. It's so oh, weird. Yeah, or physical items can help you. Yeah, it's tough, dude. Life's tough. Life's a weird. That's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's a whole thing, but I mean, it's nuts. But sometimes it happens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes something nuts happens, and it's just like, what? Well, that's what we gotta learn, right? We gotta take the experience. Yeah, I mean, everybody's gone has gone through something negative, so yeah, you gotta just learn to. I don't know. Snoopy. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry. I don't I was trying to cover the mic, but I don't know where it is to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You can probably hear it through my mic too. No, because we're uh, we're using the uh, the oh. mic on the computer. Oh okay. Yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I kept putting it up. Oh. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Be it's crazy over here at Be Live Visions. Oh, Beagle Eye Visions is nuts. Yes. How was the, <laughs> the show, brother? Dude, I need, honestly, I didn't even go to Punk Rock Tacos. I, I was so tired. It was one of those. I was, oh, fuck. I, I forgot about it, too, until, like, midnight, and then I was like, that's nah, it's over. <laughs> oh, dang. What did you like? What it is. Did you I've, been, one of those? I've been to most of them, so whatever. I, 
I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Had to take a night off. <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a local legend. You support, man. That's why we oh, love you. Man. You support. You support the bands. You support I, I support all the, all the people that that don't don't make it. All the <laughs> artists, basically. You support all the artists. Yeah, which is awesome. Because I go to um, see. An, I, I'm not trying to vent or get angry or anything, but there's this local this new venue that opened up uh, that's actually allowing us to do the allegorical movie night. This local venue is like, um, well, I mean, just any time at a show. Sometimes you go see a show and the opening band will like just leave. You know, they won't stick around for all the all the other bands, and it's just it's so disrespectful. There's a local band that did that. Yeah, there's a local band, a couple of younger guys that were you know people our age. It was uh, it was a 15th anniversary of a local punk rock band here. They're absolute legends, and these guys just played and kind of left. Drives me nuts. You were there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we got work. It's all right. It's uh, I, it's busy, but whatever. <laughs> oh, it's so you're in like the suburb. So I, yeah, I shit. I can imagine. Probably gets there's a lot of people. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, big cities are just too nuts. Yeah, they're horrible, dude. Actually, there's a that reminds me of a song. It's called "Hard to Live in the City." I'm gonna have to send it to you because I know you'll really enjoy it. It's, yeah, it's, definitely. It's chill, but the song's called "It's Hard to Live in the City," which you know we all know is the absolute fucking truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, all the other retail people like myself, we just think this place is a fucking ripoff, and it's just like. <laughs> just like what are you supposed to like you barely in big cities you barely exist I guess in small towns you barely exist too. I don't know it's all too not it's all the same <laughs> yeah, no matter where you're at I feel like it's all yeah it's, it's just whatever it's either city country or suburb I guess <laughs> yeah so uh, I we, we usually do like a um, usually buy a food at work every month but recently in the past three four months they they haven't been doing it and uh so now i went i went to in the work monday i think it was and they were like oh we're having a pizza party i was like a fucking pizza party really i mean it's better than nothing but it's usually like no i know what you mean like they give us food every once in a while and it's nice but it's like peanut butter and jelly like it's nice but It's just like you would, you would, for as hard as you work, like. Yeah, you're a freaking million dollar company and it's like fucking pizza. Or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get like pizza or peanut butter and jelly. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's even if you get real peanut butter and jelly, well, it'll it, be like that. It, well, it, we, we're, under, we're under like this new management. BS and they're like trying to save money and blah blah blah. Oh god! And I was like, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> save money. It's just like, what? Oh man. But it used to be like we would get like higher dollar food. Now it's pizza. <laughs> it's huh? pizza. What is it like, Little Caesars? We don't know. <laughs> they never said. They just, they're like, we're having a pizza party. Oh, they just told you? That's yeah. weird. Well, they posted it all over. It was like, pizza party. Woo, woo. 
Wow. It's like, oh man. And then they said, bring your own drinks. <laughs> like, oh my what? god, you couldn't even supply drink? That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on the paper it says, bring your own drinks. What, what will you need to bring your drinks? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's wild. And they this... used to, yeah, they would supply all that like months before this new management took over, and now it's like, yeah, you guys used to get like uh, pa- Pandora and shit. Yeah, like, or not Pandora. Not Pandora uh, Panera, Panera, Panera bread. bread. Yeah. Olive Garden, <laughs> and now it's pizza. I always call it Pandora for some. <laughs> That's funny, man. That you call it Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Oh. So. Yeah. Well, no, no, go ahead. Oh, I was. I didn't have anything. I was. So that's everybody's week, right? No, nothing happened. You guys, you guys work. You guys deal with the work. Uh, yeah, world, I, so I, I guess like I don't really I'm a custodian <laughs> at this place, and it, I mean it's really chill sometimes, but it can be hectic because now they just uh, instead of just doing custodian work now, I, they have me doing like maintenance stuff, like painting walls and. Oh yeah, and you're like fucking, the laborer. Yeah, now. you're the fucking maintenance. <laughs> I'm outside um, pulling weeds out of the grass now and mowing lawns and. Weed whacking and it's is like, it, isn't what? that how it always starts with these companies? That's how it always starts. It's like, oh, you're just they'll tell you the position in the interview, and they'll be like, oh, you'll just be doing this and this and that. And then, like, the longer you're there, do you just get more yeah. and more on your plate? And now, I, oh, I my kids, yeah, now I gotta do um, production as well. So it's like, yeah, and, that, oh. and like you used to get like substantial, like significant raises as you got these more responsibilities. Now, right. now they see that you're someone that shows up and tries hard. So they just put extra like every week there's a new thing like, oh, we're going to add this to your layer of work this week. And then next week we're going to add this. And it's only because you show up and you, you show that you can work like. <laughs> so yeah. They, yeah, advantage yeah. of it, and and you you get these little raises, and I, I it's 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 wild, like you say, Henry. It's wild. It's just like, well, yeah, stuck at a place for eight hours, and I don't know. It's, it's that right there is just insane. Eight hours. Yeah, it's no. yeah, and I noticed when I started full time versus part time, how much more tired I was when I got off work. I'm like, see, then you can't even go enjoy shit because fucking you're too tired from your dumb day. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. They take our energy and then, you know, like, God forbid if you have a podcast where you talk about deep, like, esoteric uh, esoteric topics like we do, uh, you don't have energy to do it. It's so oh, I know. I literally almost was, like, laying in bed while I was charging my phone before we did Man. this stuff. I'm like I, I gotta and then you sleep like, through you sleep through punk rock tacos and stuff, you know? It's like <laughs> too tired, like just getting high on the front porch, and I'm too fucking tired. Yeah. To go and they're like, that's nuts, man. I know it's nuts that everybody thinks work is the first priority. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, or not even work, <laughs> not even work necessarily for some people because some people don't. They just. They don't work. Like I, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but so you know, it's mostly money. Yeah, basically, like because some people don't work. They don't have work ethic. They don't know how to fucking work. You know, their parents didn't teach them how to work. No, it's you're some, right. So it's still money though. Even like 
even people who are addicted to drugs that I know, like I, that I kind of live with off and on. Uh, <laughs> it's like, they just, they want money. They all think they're like these big God hustlers. Like they're going <laughs> to, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, I know what you mean, man. I know. Well, these times are just so crazy because no one wants to work anymore, and I completely understand why. Like what we're saying, like there's no the raises suck. Like you can't. You it makes no difference when you get a raise. Like that's crazy shit. So why would you want to? Why would you want to put yourself through that? But I just do it because. It's right down the street from where I'm staying, and the, the, I don't know. At least I can get my weed from this stupid grocery store. But right. <laughs> like, I really don't want to work anymore ever again. Except, except like side hustles and stuff. I know, but if I didn't have a job and I just lived off my disability money, like I could, I could just do side hustles throughout the week for like weed money and shit, and I'd be fine. I'd be fine even like that. Like, right. I don't know, man. But it's, it's no, you get out there and you know it's the old school generation of work hard and nose to the grindstone and all this shit. Yeah, and, and we don't live in that kind of world anymore. So we don't, dude. I was getting ready to say, yeah, you're you're getting me fired up because Jasmine and I used to work with this old school cat. His name is Bob. Ironically, uh, he was he was one of the most interesting people I've ever worked with. But that's another cool, another positive about working different jobs like you say all the time you get to meet cool people and yeah so- yeah like and i i meet killer weed people at these retail jobs like i mean like i'm about yeah. to, i'm about to light up a joint that's 2.5 grams and it's majority weed but a little bit of hash you know if i would have never gotten this job i would have never been able to pick the and he'll deliver them to me like and right. obviously any, anytime he's not working he's real flexible so I got like four of them today and went nuts. And it was just like, nice. that's the weird part about these jobs. Like, like you were just saying, and I'm saying too, is like you meet like the best people while you're, yeah. a slave. while you're a slave, you meet the best people. It's the weirdest shit, man. Yeah. And really he, would, he would teach us. He taught us a lot. Like, or I, Jasmine didn't work with him as much as, as much as I did, because we worked at night, we would close the the restaurant. And I think Jasmine, did you used to open? Uh, daytime. Or oh, he started giving you the mid shift, right? Yeah. That way like I we could would like. Run into each other. Yeah. Oh, so we so he's this old school guy from New York, and he was a general manager with one. He had one kid. He was like over fifty years old. Him and his wife lived. He's a general manager, and him and his wife lived in like a trailer. Like, they lived in a trailer park. That's all they could afford, dude. And it was, right. But he would tell us stories. He would tell us stories about how he would DJ in New York. And he was he's actually been to Studio 3, uh, what was it called? The famous place, Studio 3, I can't remember the name of it. Some Wait, famous studio in New York. I know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to remember what it's called. Is it 54? <laughs> studio 54? Yeah, I think that's it, Studio 54, yeah. He, yeah, he was telling us stories about that, and he's like, you know, growing up, he told me his, he told me a story about how he uh, he really wanted a job when he was young, right? He was like fourteen or fifteen. He walked in, he told he or he woke up, he's like, he told his parents, he's like, I'm gonna go get a job today, guys, and they you know they were like, all right, we believe in you, blah blah blah. He went down to a local uh, like a local <laughs> restaurant, and he had a really long hair, and uh, so the owner of the restaurant said, kid, I think you're serious. 
Go back and get a haircut. What's up, Dennis? Go back and get a haircut. What's up, Dennis? What's up with you? I'm telling a story. Uh, He said, go back and get a haircut. And if you come back with that haircut, I'll give you a job. Right? But that was back in the day. You can't do that anymore. You can't walk in with a spirit, ready-to-work attitude and, like, get a job. And if you do, like we said earlier, they're definitely going to take advantage of you. And they're gonna make they're gonna add so much stuff on your plate to the point where you want to quit, and you won't you won't be earning as much money as you deserve. No, you're right. That's what they do. It, it happens every time. <laughs> they put so much on your plate, like you said, that they 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 make you think about quitting. That's what they do. Yeah, it's the stress. It's the stress because then you go home, and if you're like if you're a worker like me or Jasmine, uh, I mean, we work really hard. And we're the type of people like if we go home and we feel like we didn't do our job correctly, we'll we'll probably like lose sleep. And you know, we'll be like thinking about like, oh, I didn't I didn't wipe down the counter as good as I should have, or oh fuck, I should forgot to I forgot to turn on the open turn off the open sign when I close the store. You know, like and, and uh, gosh, they just always take advantage of people like us. You know what I mean? You can't you can't get a promotion. They give you a shit ton of stuff to put on your plate and then if you don't god forbid if you don't do all the stuff that they that they give you then you know they're like oh you've been slacking lately it's like no dude you guys have added on so much shit to my agenda and you're only paying me 15 an hour like fuck you <laughs> no dude that's all true yeah. it's just insane how they they want to hire you and they want to like you but really they just want to take advantage of you it's just like holy shit like yeah <laughs> That's that's why the American dream is really a dream, you know. You can't you can't that promotion that you know, once upon a time in this country, you could just you could literally work hard and you will be successful. Like you could get the promotion, you know, and people would have your back. People would people would like vouch for you. But nowadays it's everybody for themselves and if you do get that promotion, it's not even worth it. You're gonna be doing so much work compared to how much money you're gonna get paid. That's why they call it the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. Exactly. That's so true. Hell yeah. Some George Carlin there. Yeah, that's what George Carlin said. Yep. It's so sad that all those performances of his and everybody, I know he's a comedian on stage. I get all that, but you know, they they didn't, they just laughed at everything he said. They didn't like take it seriously or like, this is what's going to happen in the future. Like, (laughs) he knew. George Carlin fucking knew. So. (laughs) hell yeah that reminds me there's a video of uh jim morrison uh product of the military jim morrison is he's he's at a show you can find it on youtube it's like a 40 second video he's like you're all slaves you all love your face being stuck shoved in shit what are you gonna do are you ever gonna wake up when are you gonna start standing up for yourself and you can hear the crowd in the video and they're like yeah yeah Like they don't even know what he's saying. Like they're not even paying attention. They just yeah no. In, in their mind, not. he's just being like a re- a rebellious character, and like you know, rebellious characters are are kind of few and far between. So they were just like yeah yeah. <laughs> right, like like at that time they're gonna be like that, but then like the next day they're like, well, I'm just gonna go follow orders again, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they go home yeah. from the show and they, uh, they're all hung over and they're like yelling at their kids and don't want to go to work. Well, it's like, that, uh, it's like that Twisted Sister song, We're Not Gonna Take It. You remember that one? 
Oh yeah. yeah. So everyone interprets the word, the vague words in their own way. I'm not going to take my boss's shit or my wife or my kid's shit or you know, the government's shit. You interpret it your own way and you get a little release in the song. Yes. I'm not going to take it, but then you go away and you take it again. Right. <laughs> wow. That's so that's true. Yeah. Thing. But you know, you can't, if you, if a twisted sister really knew what he's talking about and he tried to go and seriously teach people about the yeah, whole thing. Dude. Suppose he's an expert. He really knows all that. And he sings this song to rile people up, but then he also tries to supplement with teaching them what you really shouldn't take anymore. They would just, they wouldn't go. People wouldn't go back then. And I don't even now with what's going on. <laughs> people still just don't give a shit. Yeah. We don't, where are the D Snyders of our modern day? You know, you would think like Ice-T or Ice Cube would stand up. Ice-T wrote the song Cop Killer. What's he doing? He's he's on TV. He's doing that. What's the show you like, Jasmine? He's on TV doing Law and Order now. He's playing a police officer. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? How much money are you making from NCIS? I, I just, you know, like, no, I just, like, a lot of artists, like, throughout the years have been, like, telling us, and nobody listened. It's just, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how cool. much these, these artists and, and musicians and stuff really know because they, they hint in their songs and maybe they feel that's all they can do is uh, sing it and maybe when the whole shit goes down like like now the people were reminded you know pink Floyd, <laughs> we don't need your education you know we don't yeah. need control hey teacher leave those kids alone maybe he knew what they were doing with kids even back then right exactly like that song is such another good example of that yeah if you watch the video you could almost i would say the the music video of the song you were singing, it's like they, it's portraying SRA victims. I mean, it's kind of just showing the elementary school and like the uh, the um, the Prussian school system that where modern education came from. It's the video is showing that, but it was also kind of brutal at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's impossible to know, but it's a fitting song, and maybe he did know a lot. But artists back then, even even you know. Uh movie stars and stuff there's some in the know and in their to some limited degree they, they're they're actor certain lines in the movie they may say that you know stand out they're hoping maybe later when it becomes pretty obvious to the masses they can remember you know remember those and be inspired by those words but you know still the masses are asleep still yeah yep. 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 and even even roger waters was uh he's promoting the jab the sauce <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy thinking about you know if you watch the movie the wall there's like a lot of really good, a lot of good positive allegory in that movie, right along with that album, The Wall. And um, no, you're yeah, right. People still just didn't just, they just don't wake up. It's it's I just it's insane. It's fucking nuts. Well, it's like I saw this video recently on TikTok. This guy Dana White, who like star, he's like the founder of UFC and all that crazy fighting. Oh shit! shit. He said such a amazing thing in this video and it was just put out like a couple days ago you know and he's like he's like people like just cannot comprehend like they don't have the comprehension to wake up and it's like it's just true that's what he said in the video it's true like they just can't comprehend that they have to wake up in the first place and he was saying how like everyone in america thinks we're free and all this stuff and he's like no he's like everyone's a slave no one's free here and it's like I, i just love that video out of all yes, the sir, time, dude. you know, I was watching that day it stuck out because it was just like, exactly. We're not free here. There's nothing free about the place. Like, <laughs> and, and that reminds me of a really good quote that uh, I heard on the one great work network. 
uh, none are more falsely enslaved than those, or no, none are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe that they are free. And that's what we have nowadays all over in the modern day. We have this pseudo-freedom where people think they're free. You know, every 4th of July, you get to shoot your fireworks and grill your dead, your satanic dead flesh on the, on the, over, the, over the fire. You get to make that sacrifice of the ribs. You know what I mean? The barbecued ribs every year, but uh, we're not actually free. and People people aren't waking up. It's just unbelievable. It, it, it's sad. You know, I mean, this is even the truth movement of life. And people are still not waking up. It's just like, oh man, like, <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. look at how many Sundays we all three of us have been on here saying this <laughs> in a row, just as one example. You know, it's just like, yeah, yes. not up. like we can't wake them up. There's no nothing. People that are waking up or have woken up in the past or in the future or, or present, I should say, right now, can do about the people that that won't can't comprehend how to wake up. <laughs> just it's nuts how do we how do we help them i know because we're always going to be on a different wavelength than them which is which is what causes like arguments and conflicts in the first place you know so it's like that's yeah. what, that's why it's not and that's what causes sides like right now right. in 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 this world, it's like the woke people versus the, the, the non-woke people. And that's what's going on. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, like the, the conversation I, I was saying early on one of the earlier episodes where like my cousin, they all, it was two of my cousins were kind of like, I felt like they went against me. So I got super angry and I started like kind of spewing out insults and went from like a respectful conversation to like, Ah, uh, animosity and anger. But, uh, you know, he was the one that said, uh, I don't care about Satanism because I know that Elon Musk is not a Satanist. And, like, it's this is this is the type of thinking that people have. It's, it's, it's like, that's what the, the greatest work is, is how do we, how do we... In simple logic, can't read Elon Musk. Yeah. You can't become one of the richest men in the world without playing ball with the cabal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, does that seem logical? Yeah. Your final say that's nonsense. He's not a Satanist. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he uh in California he altered the roads and he actually made traffic a lot better. That's what he would say. That would be his argument. Or he said uh there's another thing that another huge quote that he kept repeating. He said, Elon Musk, if he found a proper business module to feed the entire world without going broke, he would do it. I'll be like, well, dude, we're like, all you have to do is teach people how to grow a fucking garden. You don't need money, dude. Like, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, no, I know. But you're right about that. But still, it, it, like billionaires in this country make no sense because they, they give away their money to like other countries and stuff. And if, if, if one community, if, if we didn't experiment in America and took one like like community that was like, you know, kind of rough and ghetto and gave it like a billion dollars, like as a re, you know, a remodel. Right. right. Oh, and, and, and that was something I don't, I don't know how this is coming from another video in my head, but, uh, that I was watching, but, uh, yeah, it's just like, why, like they want the homeless homeless because they're not profitable. So it's like, I don't know, man, it's just, yeah. It, it, it kind of disgusts me when people like I get people in like India have it like way worse than even a, a person in America in poverty. Like I get that. 
But like when they say they want to come here, it's like you don't want to come here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but then it's the same way. At the same time, I was going to say one more thing. At the same time, like, uh, no, not. Um, Oh, what? No, at the same time, we're just letting in so many immigrants and everything right now. It's all so weird. So, (laughs) yeah, you got those people that want to build a wall, right? Like, what's that going to, what's that going to (laughs) solve? Yeah, and they'll just they'll just come through the border and and U.S. patrol. Well, at least with Joe Biden in office, it's like, oh, just let everybody in, even if they're they have criminal records and no. But dude, I even heard that he releases like like murders back onto the streets. I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Oh, and, I believe and, it. Oh, and when we were downtown doing autographs earlier, I we heard a gunshot because an ambulance went right that way where we heard a gunshot. It's just, so like even yeah, wow. that's why I like don't even want, want to go downtown to my own city of Chicago because I was down there trying to wait for Pearl Jam today and we heard a gunshot. It was just like this dang, thing. yeah. That's a there's my little crazy life story for today. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Holy <laughs> I mean, here in South Bend, we hear gunshots on the on the daily. Oh, I know they're everywhere. I just I, like Spain. The country of Spain, there's not one gun in the whole fucking country. And then here, it's like the easiest place to get like any kind of gun. It's too nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a woman um, that I work with. She's from Venezuela. I think that's her Venezuela? Name. Yeah, she's <laughs> from there. But she came here and she's she brought her children and stuff like that over here. I mean, there's always good parts of letting people like that. You know, in our, you know, it's just either way, it's everyone's country, and I feel like there's good and bad people that are. Well, no, on this podcast, you gotta. Matt always says it's no longer a country anymore. It's a, it's a it's a corporation. But it's so hard because we've all been saying company for so many goddamn years. I'm sorry, now I say company. We've all been saying. <laughs> That's funny, but we've all been saying country for so many years. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's, it's so embedded in our brain. and back to that like uh you know like trump wanted to build the wall and there's all this this separation right like the divide and conquer is what keeps us keeps us enslaved but um oh i lost my train of thought oh i really had a good point yeah, you know, research to find out. Yeah, they, that's their classics. Work for thousands of years, divide and conquer. Get the public fighting amongst themselves over stupid shit, and all the time it's the government and their agents behind the government manipulating all the shit, and people don't realize who, who the real enemy is. If all the public masses got exactly to work together in unity, knowing who the real enemy is, things would happen. Consciousness oh. would shift to such a degree, like magic would happen, but people just don't do that. I found it. I remember. So you know how like Trump always wants the wall, right? And we say it's a corporation. Well, think about how, like, like the story I told about, like, yeah, go go get a haircut and you get a job, kid. It's not like that anymore. It's a corporation, so they're only letting, like, yeah, you can come in, you can come in, you can come in. You, oh no, you stay, you stay on that side. You like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's kind of like a, a gatekeeping, yeah, the a gatekeeping lady, corporation. The lady that um, worked at the <laughs> job and stuff like that, she. Um... She had to prove that you know she was in danger in her own country to even get over it. Are you serious? Yeah. That's wow. ridiculous. Yeah, the women, the women there, like 
and then men too. Yeah, the women get treated. I've yeah, heard a lot of really, stories. It's like really bad there. She said so. She moved here about two years ago. Dang, that's intense, and that's sad too, though. Like, I, I mean, know. I'm glad she's over here. She's in a you know. Well, yeah, that's that's situation. awesome, but you're you know you're family has to be physically in danger in order yeah. for you to, yeah. to cross a line. Yeah. I mean, she had to like prove stuff and everything. And jeez. Yeah. Gosh. The gatekeepers. And then you have uh, Oprah Winfrey out here buying a uh, half of Hawaii. Coincidentally, after uh, they just had that I heard tragic... that they're like, I mean, I haven't done any research, but um, some smart cities and yeah. all these wild, wild yeah. fires. That's what I was just going to say. That, <laughs> Maui is one of the first ones. It just so happens to be one of the first ones that's going to be a smart city. Yeah, and yeah what after is, that, right? What do they do? They, they burn it down so they can rebuild. Exactly. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I, in our class, we uh, in the class, how to become the true media that we're taking. Uh, there's people from all over the world, and it sounds like a lot of the locals were really resistant against the smart city. And then, uh, coincidentally, like it's always a fucking coincidence, we had this huge tragedy where people are losing their fucking lives, and now, <laughs> isn't it like I don't know the whole story, but isn't there, it like all a, for there, sale yeah, right there now? Was, there was some something on like a reel or something like that. Um, there's a bunch of cities and states and where the wildfires are, and it's like smart city here, smart city here. here. Yeah, wow. exactly. you, another thing is if you look at the ash, there's no like, there's no charred wood. Like a natural house fire, when you look at the 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 stuff that's burnt down, there's like char on it, you know. But all the ash of the of the houses and all of the cities, it was all white ash. When a natural house fire happens, you don't get white ash like that. There's in not, not you know, like there, there's not everything burns to the ground. There's still like some particles. Yeah, there's some like maybe some bricks or, you know, no, I, the I know foundation, but it's all white, like fucking. <laughs> no, and like Spokane, Washington is another one that burned up already in that. And I think Tacoma, Washington, too. Um, and really? Then, smart cities too it's just and they they want everything in one building like wow. they'll be like, they'll be like a whole foods at the bottom of the building and then like a few other shops and then like a bunch of residents above i mean obviously some cities right. already have i mean like chicago already has skyscrapers like that are a major city whatever mm-hmm. already has them, but they want a whole city like that so it's oh man wow. <laughs> these videos, right? So it's one thing to watch these videos and these new casts, and you you become convinced logically, yeah, that that was not a natural fire in in Hawaii, Maui, there, right? But the other right. problem is you can't convince the slave masters who are behind all these things to to implicate themselves in a minute and throw themselves in jail. So the problem, <laughs> the problem is, you know. If people, if the masses realize you don't need to do that, because that that's a big fight. You're never going to get them to admit it. But like Mark Passio teaches, right? Total mm-hmm. freedom, no government, get rid of government. On that basis alone, regardless of whether you can't prove, it, they're never going to admit to doing the Maui shit, right? But logically, we don't need government. With tech now, you know, people can be independent, private member associations, independent people, private individuals, don't need government at all, right? And, and you make yeah. the case that Mark makes and, and, and get the masses to realize that and work together in unity, building their own uh, private member associations, their own their own groups, their own affiliations, and and and, and you don't have to have nothing to do with government. Privatize uh, everything, you know, with the monopolies they have on uh, services, energy, or whatever. With the, 
you know, you could do, you could have other companies do that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. We have a bunch of toddlers running the corporation. Yeah, we do have a bunch of damn toddlers. They're uh, spiritually speaking, they're fucking toddlers. Mentally speaking, they're toddlers. Yeah. Oh yeah, the people, they, that, yeah. the people that rule the world are like five years old. They're they're ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> Heck yeah, and. To, you know, all you have to do, we say this on this podcast a lot, all you have to do is a little bit of research. Uh, if you look at MKUltra, they were experimenting on human beings. They were they were getting married men and, like, luring them into uh, into brothels in New York and drugging them against their will. And, it, like, and they admit and that. That's, on the basis of that alone, once that's been well known, you know, there should have been an uproar then. We don't trust the government. We need to revalue the whole system. Reevaluate yes. the system and get rid of that. If they're doing that to their own uh, their own uh, countrymen, the whole the Americans, uh, you're not safe. exactly. The whole system's too fucking corrupt. Based on that alone, years ago, they admit it. They admit that's true. And, and right. people don't seem to give a shit. They still trust government. And if and if you're if whole and if you're naive to think they're they're not still doing they're still experimenting doing that on on humans, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, they're still doing. It. I mean, they're still they're still convincing. Uh, kids in high school to join the fucking military to go kill just for a paycheck, and that's how they get. Because I I knew a recruiter. Uh, he's in a like a friend of a friend. He's in a band in Chicago. Actually, ironically, Matt, because <laughs> Matt's always <laughs> Matt's always shitting on Chicago musicians. <laughs> but he's a recruiter. He's a recruiter at a high school, and what you know, they it's just like a cult. They embarrass you in front of your in front of your classmates. They make you do push-ups. Get on your knees. Oh, oh, if you want to join this, sign your life away. But you'll get uh you'll get um you'll get a house with five bedrooms and whatever car you want. I. I mean, even I remember me being in high school. That's what the what what what's your dream car? What dream car do you want? You could have that in two years if you join us. You know, they're still doing it. <laughs> like <laughs> that's how they get them. Oh man, I know, dude. It's just like you're 18. You want to be in the army? But yeah, it's like, dude. As soon as if 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 we had a militia, if we had a real like moral militia with principles where we're not just going to take our big, you know, oversized tanks and go kill people in other countries. Uh, you know, they wouldn't be in the high school, period, period. But the militia was just regular men who, you know, were willing to come up voluntarily if it needed to be for it to fight, right? Exactly. But these are the kind yeah. of ideas I wish, you know, Mark would talk more about ideas of how to move towards total freedom and no government. He preaches that, and that's fine because people need to be aware of that. But part of the discouraging factor is a lot of people don't know practical solutions, how you can move in that direction. He probably got ideas, but he doesn't talk about that. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, th I, think, I feel like he kind of does, but I, I also agree with you. <laughs> we, need, we, always need, we, we could always use more solutions, right? Yeah, I think that, <laughs> that's the biggest problem of life is – is like recognizing problems is easy, but solutions to the problems, that's what's tough. <laughs> right. Because people, people to do it too. Requires work, effort, yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. I did mm -hmm. part Mark did a video, fear of sacrifice in the freedom community. People are afraid of putting you know the time and energy and the sacrifice and other things you'd rather be doing and you name it. Family <laughs> time might have to be cut some and you know, they're already working it in their job, slaving away in the so you might you might think about it and you agree with Mark and then you think yeah nothing I can do. You rationalize just staying passive, not really doing much, right? Yeah. 
Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, dude. I especially when I was working at Domino's, I got I got that a lot. Oh, dude, when you worked there, were you guys like all short staffed or people calling? Oh, hell yeah, call dude! Them. Oh my god. So you're the one that gets an extra. That's another way you get extra responsibility at work. Is man, everybody yeah, calls in. <laughs> yeah, and like somebody, dude, somebody would call in, right? Okay, she, this chick worked, at, or no, this chick lived with her mom at an apartment complex. But the thing is, she would like get a paycheck, call off, go to Chicago, like go see a, a concert or something like that. And then like when she would get behind on her bills, she would, she, that's, that's when she would work. She would work for like a week out of the, like near, near, near the end of the month, she would work a week and get like a decent paycheck. And nobody ever fired her. She did this multiple times a month. She was friends with the manager, so they never fired her. We just kept this person who was literally as far – I mean, I was a manager. So as far as management goes, this person is a horrible person to rely on. And it's like, oh, I'm friends with the manager. Like, oh, all is forgiven. That's, oh, it's just such a headache to work at freaking – just to work. It's just, it's just like – It's just like these times. <laughs> These times are such a headache because everybody walks out the door. Nobody wants to work anymore. Like it, the, that, the vibe in America is that nobody wants to work anymore. It's just like yes, dude. <laughs> and, and sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, back to the back to the bands thing. Like it's so I can't get any bandmates. And one of my favorite bands around here is local south local south Bend band. I'm not gonna say their name, but they almost they basically almost broke up. Because the band members are like over here chasing pussy and like doing doing whatever their female tells them to do and like they're not, they don't even like punk rock or this <laughs> punk rock band. It's like what are you doing with your life? None of these decisions sound intelligent. It's <laughs> just like like they and then they take their girlfriends to the show and then the girlfriend doesn't want to be there. And then they just hang out around their girlfriend. They don't mosh. They don't dance. They don't fucking hang out with people. They don't like don't be characters like what we talked about in the previous episode. Right. Like those those characters that that just aren't necessarily in the band, but they go to the shows to make the show better and it makes it more fun, more more rememberable experience. And it ah, it's just so frustrating because I really love this fucking band. They're so good. And it's the same old story, dude. So many bands, so many bands just go by the wayside because unreliable band members who want instant gratification, right? Everybody wants to open up for No Effects and Pearl Jam, but nobody wants to play the, uh, you know, the 300 shows to where you're in, in an empty venue to get to that point. You know, it. it's so frustrating. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. It's crazy. It's, oh god! It's like nobody these days think they that nobody thinks you're supposed to start at the bottom, like or start. Yeah. Anywhere. Nobody thinks you're supposed to start somewhere. It's like, well, then what are you supposed to do? Like with anything, but like I've been building this podcast for three and a half. You know, I'm on my fourth year, and it's just like, but I just kept going and kept building it, and that's what you do. That it's just one example. Exactly. Anybody that's 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 doing anything art artistic right now, I give a hundred percent credit to because like. It, this, this is the time to like, I mean, I even noticed on YouTube, like new music comes out like daily. People are uploading their stuff. They're, they're getting it out there before they, you know, something nuts. Yes, sir. Or, and that's good. That's positive because we need new music because, I mean, I love everything from the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Yes. Some stuff today. I love all that stuff. And I will, 
always go to that stuff when I listen to music, but I also want some new stuff, you know, some new sounds and stuff. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and I, even I, if, go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. Dennis. Questions kind of change topic a little bit. I wonder if you read any of my book. Oh, I haven't yet. I've been working on the, <laughs> I, I have not. I want to check that out on Substack for sure. Okay. Yeah, well, I just Oh, did you ask Matt? Well, I put I'm putting releasing chapters on Substack. It's like up to chapter seven now. Nice. With Substack, oh, yeah. I also put my commentary as to how I interpret it now, right? Okay. Instead of just the story. Right. I like that. That's so cool, yeah. When I when I finish the book, I'll write down my notes. Uh, I'll have you send me that Substack. That way, I can get your uh, get your input on it the modern day input well i i told him i was going to do the kaibali oh, first because oh, i want to okay. post the kaibali on a 9-11 to uh kind of balance out the uh the brainwashing energy to with some positive because <laughs> it's always like that's what it is 9-11 is coming up. <laughs> as we'll talk about it uh that's the thing they they want you to be traumatized right because when I was, when 9-11 happened, I was in school. And so I remember like three classes, three different classes. We, they made us sit down and watch like the planes flying into the building. And then we even had a pep rally. We had a pep rally where again, we watched the plane. They got a projector and all this bullshit. And we watched the planes crashing into the they fucking building. They, they wanted us to. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You always skip school. No, no, I wasn't even in school. Yeah. Really? Damn. No. I feel old. <laughs> yeah, but they want to traumatize you, right? They don't want you to be like a free thinking human being, loving human being with positive energy. They want you to be traumatized, slave, living in fear, lack of abundance all the time. You know, like this. Uh, what do they? What does Mark say all the time? Fear of scarcity, or? Yeah, yeah. Fear. There's, fear of lack. Yeah. The, sacrifice suffering or whatever it's like the, there was a voyager episode i saw i don't know if you're you're familiar with this uh, episode where the okay. voyager crew was coming close to a planet that had a some sort of device in in orbit that was sending off a signal that started giving them memories false memories of uh having done a, a massacre on on this planet they were they they, started, oh. they they believed it was their memories they became so convinced that they Dang. they were the ones who had done this massacre and some sort of war just on orders and genocided and they felt so traumatized by this like Captain Janeway and all of them are thinking they, they have these memories and they swear it was us but it wasn't it was just this, <laughs> this, this broadcast making them think so right and they, they wow. make them traumatized right but they fixed the uh, device and then and warned people and they fixed it so that it would warn any approaching ships but the, the aliens put this device up just because they wanted to, there to be a memory of what happened so other people would learn. But it traumatized them in the meantime, right? So there's wow. a traumatization factor, right? Combine that idea with another episode I saw where the, the uh, Voyager crew was all captured and given injections in their mind to give them false memories of being workers on this planet. <clears throat> and oh. they lost their memories as the crew of the Voyager. And they were given false memories. And, and sometimes they would start to wake up and the doctors would take them to the medical and they'd, they'd diagnose them with dysphoria syndrome and inject them up so they get the reinforce the memories. And, and they all they were doing is they wanted to get them to be, because they all 
Voyager crew is very technical, so they were doing lots of work, good work for this planet and, uh, and their technical facilities. So they okay. just basically harvested the Voyager crew for the technical expertise and made them slave workers with false memories on this planet. Get the message? Yeah. Find the two episodes. That's sort of what's going on. <laughs> I think. You wake That's up too much, you push too much, you're taken to the, uh, you're given your diagnosed dysphoria syndrome by society, people around you are invisible ET, bad ETs who want to keep you in traumatized mode for fake memories subconsciously you're not responsible for. You know, exactly. bad ETs did and they're going to answer to God for it. It's not a human problem. We didn't do it. Fuck you. <laughs> That's deep, dude. Man, that is deep. You said Voyager? Star is that Star Trek Voyager? Star Trek Voyager, yeah. I get messages out of Star Trek a lot. <laughs> nice. I needed to look into that. I had a, a old actually one of my old bandmates and I think uh yeah, I believe he was one of the guys in Bare Knuckle Hooligans. Uh he was he loved Star Trek. He always talked about it. So I, I yeah, well, damn. <laughs> that's in that's really deep. I just fuck shit. <laughs> Love that stuff. My my Substack has a bunch of short stories like that. I call them parables. My my Substack is called Right Pharma Parable Publishing. Right Pharma, <laughs> I love it. I'm a writer. I used to be a pharmacist, so I call it Right Pharma Parable Publishing. Little short stories with the uh, embedded with images of truth. That's what parables are. They tell a story with a bit of truth to it. Right. Not directly. It's not literal, but there's there's ideas and concepts in there to digest. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, that reminds me of H.P. Lovecraft. Spooky, since spooky season's coming up, I'm probably going to uh, be doing some little reviews of H.P. Lovecraft short stories and talk about the allegory of them because there's a... Well, I guess this is totally off topic, but there's a H.P. Lovecraft story called From Beyond. And uh, basically there is like uh, an infinite amount of parallel universes and... You know, in the in the story, H.P. Lovecraft writes that like whenever you see a dog looking frantically around the room, he's looking at these beings that we cannot see through the human eye. Because if we did, we would literally like these beings. We just can't even fathom that we would just see these beings and lose our minds. So there's in from beyond. There's a scientist that creates a device to, that allows us to see these cre. It's a, it's an insane story. It's so good. It's <laughs> but it sounds you could relate it to like you could almost relate it to psychedelics in a way because psychedelics take us. They take up take us on an elevator, show us how life could be. They say, uh, "All right, now do the work to get there, fucker," and they drop you back down. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, like I. It's hard for me to take psychedelics anymore because I, with how much research I've done, I hardly even feel it. Like when you take, you know, you eat uh, psychedelic mushrooms, you get really nauseous. I feel like I only get the nausea anymore. I hardly ever get the bubbly, like feel good feeling. Yeah. I, like I, I know what we have to do now. You know what I mean? Like I've no. taken enough psychedelic. I know the solutions. Because no, I know what you mean. Like I think it was like, <laughs> it was like two summers ago. I, I tripped on acid. That was the last time I did. And while I was doing it, I was just like, "This is kind of too much at this point in life." Like, <laughs> yeah, because I well, I mean, even if we had true freedom, if if we had like, if we could just alleviate the suffering that all of us are going through, because when one suffers, we all suffer, and we feel it, whether you pay attention or not you're connected dude 
you know, <laughs> like that's for the audience. Whether you feel it or not, you're connected, which is why we should pay attention, which is why we should study natural law and morals and start getting along with each other, start talking to your neighbors, start developing militias and and uh, kick these elite assholes to the damn fucking curb so we can stop dying. <laughs> so people in people in Hawaii won't be uh, fucking set on fire. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, there's there's fires all over the world though. It's just, I don't know about. Oh yeah, That's... yeah, and actually, well, synchronistically, I was looking at an article uh, alongside with the conversation we had earlier. Empire State Building is so big it has its own zip code. That's a whole other rabbit hole. But um, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> wait, wait! You said the Empire State Building has its own zip code. Yeah, it's so big; it has its own zip code. Dude, not many people know that one. And so with the with the smart city stuff, right? Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody. I mean, I didn't fucking know that. I, did, I, I never, never thought about it. But yeah, so then that takes it back to the smart cities. You know, the smart cities will have their own zip code. And you only you'll stay inside of the building. It's just like uh, there's a movie called. You remember that movie we watched, Dread? It's the remake of Judge Dredd. It's they, they take the drug, and the drug like makes everything slow motion. I was thinking about the recent one we watched. Um, what is it called? Where the city? Um, what was that? That show we just recently watched. The show? Oh, Twisted Metal. No. <laughs> the, um, oh, Brave New World. Brave New oh, World. of course, yeah. So they're in the city. And Speak so up. It, it could be like a smart city. Right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so the TV show Brave New World is on Peacock right now, and it's based off of the book Brave New World, and they live in kind of a uh, they live in a smart city. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, wow. Messages in books, movies. Yeah. Wow. I see. Like I study this shit. I still didn't even notice. That's <laughs> like damn. Have you done your uh, Matrix thing yet? When's that presentation? Oh, that's September 29th. That's coming up. 29th. Coming in hot. Yep. Do you know Riz Verk? No, I've never heard that name before. Riz, Rizwan Verk. He wrote a couple books, Simulation, Hypothesis, The Matrix, various Matrix-themed kind of books. He's a technical Riz expert. Verk. He's a computer MIT graduate, computer programmer. Whoa. He runs a company where he builds online role-playing games and virtual reality games. So he knows his technical stuff, and he's also philosophical about the Matrix idea, right? Holy um, shit. Good resource for you. He's taking a course. Starts next week. I'm taking it. That sounds awesome, actually. Could you send me that name just so I can get the spelling correct? Uh, I'll look my email right now. I'll send it to you. I okay. signed up for the course. It starts on Wednesday. It might be a good resource for you. It's just my kind of thing. So I thought Heck I'd. Heck yeah. Because I know computers I used to program them, plus some philosophical. So I thought it'd be really cool. Nice, yeah. We got the spiritual Charles Darwin in here with us, guys. Audience. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it. So how late are you guys going to go? Uh, oh, what time do you work, Matt? Uh, I know. I know you 30 work. tomorrow. It's all good. So. 11.30, you said? No, 1.30. Oh, 1.30. We can have a little late night fucking Labor Day special. Sounds good. Labor Day. That's a whole other... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother rabbit hole. <laughs> but yeah, I sent the link to you there, Henry, in uh, Telegram. Awesome. Got it. I see it. Do you want to I'll sign up? It He's going to send out the Zoom link either tomorrow or, or Wednesday just before. Be oh, good. it's on Wednesdays? It's on Wednesdays for I'm not sure how long. 
couple months. Oh, it's just it's free. Oh no, it's like 150 bucks, not too much. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I can't do that right now. We're trying to get a car. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll record yeah. it for you. I can record my screen or something. Dude, I'll yeah, I'll I'll watch it. I hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get a car because I just had to cancel two uh two fucking awesome shows because we don't have a car. And one was a music festival at uh, the old campground that we used to live at, which I was like, I was really excited to play that. I was, it was going to be super nostalgic and we were going to camp out and hang out, bring the dogs and shit, but I can't go. But it's okay. Maybe maybe there's a reason, you know. Yeah, the lights start flickering when we start talking about it. Oh, yeah, we started talking about it. and We've never had the kitchen light has never flickered. We started talking about it. I was like, as soon as I said, maybe we just shouldn't go. Let's call it off. And not and just save the money. Though there's a kitchen light that started flink, flickering. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> and it, it's still we haven't re- replaced yeah. the light bulb. It still hasn't flickered. Like yeah. it was just that one time. <laughs> it's like, it's weird. It, it only it only did it like two or three. Yeah, it only did it two or three times, and and then it stopped. Yeah, we stopped talking and yeah. looked at each other. It was like. What the hell? And then it just kind of stopped flickering. Yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, nature. Nature's fucking. Well, Henry's like, well, it's not a good idea. For, uh, he's like, I, um, I'm getting really bad energy. We shouldn't go and stuff like that, too. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah. And then the light flickered, and then it was like, yeah. <laughs> Instinct, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch the thing and uh, take notes on Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking BA. We were talking about heroes earlier. Like we don't, we don't have any. I guess Mark. We have Mark Passio, but you know all the cool Clint Eastwoods of our time. We don't have them anymore. Yeah, Kurt Russell. He was pretty good in Tombstone. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah that's I, a good movie. I need to rewatch that. I haven't watched it in years, but it's really long. <laughs> that's pretty good. I liked it. Pretty. Oh yeah. Cool scenes where Doc Holliday pretends to be sick so he could get the Marshall badge, and then he goes and kills Ringo before uh, Wyatt Earp had yes. to beat him because he wasn't even Earp said, "I'm not fast enough to beat him," and, and Doc Holliday said, "No," <laughs> he just said plainly, "Nope." And then he goes and meets him. And, oh, Ringo says, "Ringo says, oh, I didn't think you'd show up there, Wyatt." And he says, "I'm the Wapperi," <laughs> and then suddenly yes. Ringo's like, "Ah, my fight's not with you, Doc." <laughs> oh, I beg to differ. We started. Uh, Battle we never got to finish. Play for blood, remember? Okay. Yep. I was just fooling around. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> he was too fast for Ringo. Cool. cool scenes like that, right? The heroes. Heck yeah. Better I love that's one, of my, that's one of my favorite lines. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry. And the way that the just the way that the look that he has on his face while he says it is just gold. <laughs> That's like actors. Like we don't have good actors anymore. Anymore. Like back, you know, back in the day, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. I don't like saying his last name. Uh, he was like last action hero. Even that 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 whole movie right there, the allegory, the last action hero. Right. <laughs> There's no more action heroes anymore. It's it's fucking wild. That's how it is. Because they're all robots, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> AI. No. They had a. They put. They live. Uh, they live was in our local movie theater this Sunday for like. I think. I think it'll be in the theater tomorrow too, which is kind of ironic for Labor Day. They're gonna show They Live. 
<laughs> do do do. I need to get some more wine. I was I had band practice earlier today, so I was drinking. Started drinking a little bit. <laughs> getting nuts. Are you getting nuts? Hell yeah. I gave the dogs some <laughs> washes today. Yep, yep. Grandma said they stink, so I, I want to give them a little wash. Sacred feminine, <laughs> take care of the beagles. Yeah, got some uh, dog food. Got him some dog food earlier and some little snacks for him. They're well taken care of. Heck yeah. Oh, he, uh, I forgot. There was, a, so, there was a news article I wanted to share, but I'm going to go take a leak and get some wine. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh, what? Oh, exciting. Man. Yeah, and Tombstone, Wyatt Earp, he was the reluctant hero. He just wanted to be left alone and just be, you know, make money in Tombstone. And the cowboy gang was just getting too over the top. And they finally, what was it? They shot his brother Morgan in the back and killed him. Yeah, and I think so. His other brother, what was his name? I, don't, I think I've watched Tombstone with Henry. I'm not 100%. We have billions of movies we've watched, but I don't. Recall remembering Tombstone. Virgil, yeah, Virgil Earp got it shot up in his arm, left, got lost, lost use of his arm, and and Wyatt uh, just had enough. He, he drove out of town with his living brother Virgil and his family. He said, "I want you to know it's over." He said, "Bring up." But what he meant was, game the government plays. It's over. You're done. I'm coming back. I'm gonna kill you all. And he got his family out of there, and then he came back. You know, it was a uh, one of the one of the bad guys. I Clanton came to the train was going to kill his family and Wyatt was there and shot one of them down and took his put his shotgun to Ike Clanton Ike's like please, please don't kill me Wyatt you go back and you tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me and after that I see a red sash I kill the man wearing it because the red sash identified them as a cowboy gang and and then him and Doc they just went and gunned them all down no talking just gunned them all down I'm gonna have to rewatch that movie with Henry then. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to before October. Yeah. <laughs> we start getting those spooky movies. Unfortunately, the psychos—that's the only thing they respect and respond to, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it, like, and you said it best. Yeah, unfortunately, exactly. <laughs> and that's what it takes. Untouchables. Wyatt Earp. Kevin Costner played Wyatt Earp, and his friend Malone told him the only way you can deal with. Al Capone is uh, he beats up one of your men, you beat up two as his. If he sends one of your men to the hospital, you send two of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. And it's, you know, it's, <laughs> all, all, all the mafia governments understand, right? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they know their principles. You know, it's like Mark Michael Tessarion says they they they're ready and willing to make the sacrifices whenever whenever necessary. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, here's just a random. We were talking about Pink Floyd music. So uh, this has happened recently. I pulled up a new little news article. I was listening to the Illusions YouTube. He was live earlier, and he started talking about the Burning Man Festival. And one of the previous episodes, we were basically just promoting Skatetopia because Skatetopia is a place where it's one of the few places where you have total freedom. And um, so... It says, 51 minutes ago, this news story, death investigated at Burning Man while 70,000 festival attendees remain stuck in Nevada desert after the rain. 
Damn. Yeah. So when you pay uh, two to five hundred dollars for one ticket for one of these music festivals, this is the type of things that you have to deal with because you know, Skatopia. Nobody's ever died at Skatopia. Nobody's. Nope. Cops have never showed up. We've never needed the police to show up. We've never needed the authorities. We're all we're all hippies. We take care of each other. Oh, the hospital. The ambulance doesn't count. Uh-uh. There was, there was that one trick that. Uh, oh, I forgot. No, that the last time the last time I was there, there were cops that showed up for like one day. Oh, yeah. you were there, yeah. The cop was, or no, the chick was doing shrooms and getting drunk. The seventeen-year-old, she, she posted said, on TikTok. Oh yeah. She was. And she was posting. Just trying to be cool. She was posting she was on like, Snapchat or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that. She was a little teenager trying to be cool and post some stuff. Yeah, but the cops sort of took her off the property and they didn't. They showed up, didn't take her off the property, and her parents didn't. Her parents also didn't even show up. So her parents called the cops. Uh, cops showed up. They let her stay on the property for some reason. That like fucking blows my mind. Yeah, that's fucked up. So it's like, I mean, it just. It's, I I mean I don't I really don't like shitting on people, but all cops really are bad. I mean, it's <laughs> just that they want to play the game. Dude, like, the game I mean, playing is just so nuts, dude, man. If I was a cop and the parents called the cops, I would like I would be questioning the parents. Like, you're like, you don't want us to take your daughter off of this property when she's posting. She's getting alcohol. Like, we're, like, what are the parents doing? What are the cops doing? Like, so many fucking questions. Yeah, and it, <laughs> like in these times, like parents and cops don't always do what they used to do it's it's real weird so yeah well anyway so yeah so somebody died at burning man uh yeah i saw that it's weird you said <laughs> randomly that came up on my phone it was like one person dead at burning man i was like mm-hmm. oh yep and uh before you know be- there's a i think there's a gate so before these people went into the music festival there was like there were some activists like, dude, you guys should pay attention to the weather. We know you paid this amount of money for your tickets. You guys should not go to this festival. You guys are going to get stuck because the festival takes place. It's like in a dried lake bed. Really? You know? So, yeah. So that should have been like a dried lake bed in the middle of the desert. Like you're going to have to deal with some rain probably, you know, you would think, right? But trust fund babies don't think. <laughs> they're, oh, they're not they're not paid to think and it says uh, event organizers said they still plan to burn the man the huge totem set on fire at the festival's culmination on sunday night if weather allows gosh and these these people paid hundreds of dollars to get into this festival to get rained out they're all covered in mud it's completely miserable it's ankle deep <laughs> mud and yeah. somebody fucking died. Oh, and on top of that, uh, on top of that, they they have uh, they have helicopters. So they have like the military had to come in and help them. So then now you're talking about wasting all these resources. You have helicopters polluting the planet using uh, fossil fuel combustible fucking engines, just absolutely destroying the planet. Not that global warming is something that anybody should fear, because the planet is a living organism that knows we live here. But eventually. You know, this is this is a sign. Eventually, the human race is going to get to a point where we don't care 
and and we're just destroying the planet. We don't care about each other. The earth is going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas, you know? Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. The, the, like, if, Mother Nature doesn't care that humans even exist. So it's just... <laughs> if, if we keep going down the direction that we're going and we don't end up killing each other with nuclear weapons, the earth will, we, the earth will retaliate. Right. You know? yeah. And that's, it's something that people don't think about. It's kind of, I don't know if it's the elephant in the room because people don't even fucking talk about the shit. I know. <laughs> nobody talks about anything. I don't know. Like important. It's crazy. Jason Bashir's, I told you before, archaics.com. He's a simulationist. Mm-hmm. He goes into all the deep history and how it's repeating repeating patterns in 2040s, uh, the real reset, not 2030, where there's an actual worldwide conflict and uh, reset the right. entire reality back to Adam and Eve simulation. And if you don't make it, you're going to go through another 6,000 years of reincarnations and bullshit, right? <clears throat> what, 6,000 years of hell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because, you know... <laughs> It's development of your moral personality and spirit, and you need that until you get to the point of waking up, really waking up and realize what's going on. John Land Lash, who wrote a book, Not in His Image, and he's got a website in the meta.org. He's got some interesting mm-hmm. ideas about the whole what's going on, and he, he recovered the Sophia myth, Gaia Sophia, the aeon who fell into the earth. It's in the 1945 Nag Hammadi text, talk about hmm. Gnostics, and that was their main narrative that they just sort of discerned by intuition over time and discussion. And then shh, that's your real creator, the goddess Sophia, who has become now part of the earth, the consciousness of the earth. Like you say, she'll shake us off and get rid of us or something, right? Retaliate. Yeah. Gaia is, you know, she's the, she's a mama, right? Yeah. That's what <laughs> last calls her mama, Pam, planetary animal mother. He thinks he's talking to her all the time, you know, and, in, in a trance state, yeah. he's able to discern the actual planet talking to her. You know, there's consciousness <laughs> everywhere. You can put names on it and whatnot, everything. Panseek is right. consciousness and all that. Yeah. There's cer- certain truth to it. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting. I would, I would add, uh, that's what synchronicity is, Yeah, in, in my opinion. I would say synchronicity is, it's nature. Nature is talking to us. You know, that like the flickering of the light that we were talking about earlier. That was nature's you know, talking to us, you could pay attention or, you, you know, you could be like, oh, that's just some dumb coincidence or, you, you know, it's just it's all your choice, I guess. <laughs> well, John, John Lamb Lash back in 2016 went to deep into the Mandela effect, going into his trance state and talking to Sophia and, and telling us the message behind Mandela effect. Really interesting broadcast. Uh, they're MP3s. Wow. They're like seven, 70 hours worth of MP3s. I don't even remember all the details, but it was. I resonated with the message. I got what he was saying, and I did hear truth in it. And it was interesting. I'd probably recommend checking it out. Yeah. He talks about the whole UFO phenomenon, too, and their archons. Because the, the Gnostics talked about archons. They're sort of like demons and Yaldabaoth, Yahweh's Lord Archon, ruling these demons, and they, hmm. they sort of came from like boarded fetuses off of Sophia's mind, is sort of <laughs> figured, right? And uh, Yahweh, okay. the, the Old Testament God, is a delusional God, claims and thinks he's a creator and claims to be creator of all, and but it's just a uh, delusional shit, right? Hmm. And they're bringing the ETs, the the whole, you know, the the, the UFOs you can't explain that really. They're, they're really the ones putting those kind of shows on for people. But there is also human governments working with these beings, I think, and building tech that humans can understand. And 
and what is it? John D'Souza, ex-FBI, Dr. Stephen Geary, you probably heard about him. The whole deep state tech, the UFO shit is just for fake alien invasion. They've been conditioning people for decades with alien bad alien movies, right? And that's their all yeah. plans to try to take over the world, right? There, dude, there's some more synchronicity because Jasmine just watched Signs last night. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. And I was telling her, I, 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 I need to do some more research. I think on the DVD, there's an alternate ending where the alien just ended up being a guy in a costume. But of course, they won't show that in theaters. You know? <laughs> and of course, if you're, you're in a streaming service, they're not going to put that on a streaming service. You have to buy the DVD in order to see this alternative ending. It's wild. Right? And I was telling, I was telling Jasmine that the alien being in a costume just solidifies the allegory that aliens is just a, uh, it's just a psyop. It's a psychological operation to keep us living in fear. Oh, they're fucking with our crops. They're do. oh, this is... Well, there's human something there, right? We're not, the only, we're not the only conscious beings in the universe. I do think there's like Mark Batson. I, there's I agree with that. You know, aliens, whatever, cosmic abandonment. He did a presentation on that. Yes. Yeah. I like watching those shapeshifter things. And... I sent you the, whoops, I'm sending you the link here, uh, Henry, in uh, Telegram for the Mandela Effect decoded. It's really interesting. If you have the time, it's really interesting uh, MP3s. Yes, I I'm gonna try to find the time this it's, week. But it's really a lot lot there. But you know, if you watch one every day or two, it could take you a year to go through it all. But that's that's what I like. I like that uh, everything in uh, moderation. <laughs> <coughs> Except awesome. lots of weed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I love lots of weed, especially. Yeah, on Sunday. now I'm not. That. I'm smoking a <laughs> big joint right now. I just had one. I'm, I'm not. Well, I'm about to get. Uh, I'm about to go, guys. Jasmine's cutting out. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's good. Well, I, I, I had to get my charger upstairs because my battery was getting low. It was funny. Yeah, usually. Oh, you had a little adventure. Usually go to bed at like. It's all seven. good. Yeah. <laughs> You're usually I stay pretty, yeah, I stay pretty up late, you know. Well, thanks for joining us, Sacred Feminine, Camera Girl, Beagle Eye Visions, Camera Girl. Yeah, Camera Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. We'll see you uh, at the end of September. Yeah. And he wants French toast. Don't don't let me forget. You guys are crazy French toast. Bend. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm still I'm guys. still gonna stick around. I don't know if you guys want to keep going. No, we can stay, we can do it for a while still, man. I don't care. I don't have to. Hell go. yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't. I don't awesome. gotta go to bed, but I'm. I'm tired. Yeah, you did a lot. Well, I, I you cleaned, too. You cleaned the dog. Gus went and went out and faced the public society and and <laughs> scored us some dog food, some dank dog food for yeah. the babies. So, they they do get good dog food because I don't want to feed them trash. Yeah, they, they, uh, we feed them blue dog food, which. It has like all the vitamins and stuff in that. It it seems like the the crude fat, like protein content is is pretty good actually. Yeah, they, um, they've our, actually gained a lot of healthy weight from it yeah. too. And energy too. They've had yeah. a lot of energy with blue food. All right. It's awesome. I will see you guys September. All right. All right. <laughs> listen to the listen hey. to the episode so Matt can get a penny. Yeah, I, will. I always do. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen to it at work. You gotta so. get paid. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get that money. I actually watched all your episodes. I hate money. Like I, I want a grave that says like I hate money. Like, 
Oh. Money was not Matt Bennett's current chief. No, it's too nothing. It was not his currency. It was not his current chief. <laughs> All right, peace out. Good night, baby. Love you. Bye. Be off soon. Nice meeting you, Dennis. You bet. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Uh, shoot, what were we talking about? I got. That's cool. Jasmine was like a bonus <laughs> tonight. That was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Just yes. uh, your reminder there, uh, Henry. Uh, if you click on, it, it takes you up to where I sent you before my Substack about Archaics and John Lamb laughed. I don't know if you checked it out. Oh, I haven't actually. It's got a bunch of simulation I, stuff in there too, and videos and whatnot might uh, might help you out. I don't know for your presentation. I, I see it. I got it. Got it locked in. Hell yeah. Oh, and there's actually um, since. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Fucking Matt. laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, well, so, so before twenty years, I'm not gonna stop. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't. Well, I. I do think. First of all, I do think, and I don't blame you at all. <laughs> um so before september 29th comes up actually anybody in the audience whoever's listening whoever's a regular listener seed five metamorphosis september 23rd to september 24th september 23rd 8 a.m to september 24th 12 a.m uh here let me talk about the conference will be multi-streamed on many platforms but the main Two will be YouTube and Twitch. Make sure to sub or follow on the platforms to get notifications when they go live. Uh, Seed 5 Metamorphosis Conference is dedicated to exploring the realms of the occult, freedom, natural law, esotericism, and abolitionism. Abolitionism? Oh, there we go. I fixed it. Hey, Henry. Sorry, I didn't mean to but is is Brandon speaking at this one too or no? I was getting ready to – I was getting to it. (laughs) Sorry, This is – this is his event. He is host. He is the host. He's the, the host. Yes, he is the host. Oh, he's the yeah, guy. He's there. the guy putting it together. He's the guy getting all the speakers, organizing, putting all the work, making sure the stream goes smooth. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. Wow. So because he, uh, he did seed four and it was fucking awesome. I, uh, well, I think a lot we, of people will come. You think a lot of people will come? Well, it's a free online internet conference, so I fucking hope so. They better or I'm going to send a pack of very hungry tigers into their house. Right. So they, <laughs> they have no excuse to not watch it. It's free. It's totally free. All you have to do is go to seedtruth.com, and you can sign up to get uh, to go notifications. Or if you're like me, I'm slightly obsessed. And Brandon's a very good friend of ours. Yeah, Jazz is getting a kiss. Sorry, uh, Brandon's a very good friend of ours over here at Eagle Eye Visions. So I'm definitely going to support the hell out of this, and I, I'm going to be. So we had Seed Seed uh, Three conference. We hosted it where we worked at Domino's. We had a conference room. Uh, we hosted it at Domino's. I brought our laptop. We streamed it, but nobody showed up. I offered free pizza. I made a Facebook event, additional Facebook event. For the locals in South Bend, nobody showed up. It fucking sucks. So I'm trying. I'm you know I'm trying trying to get people to fucking pay attention. So back to the uh, back to the gist before Mr. Matt Bennett rudely interrupted me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 
so our mission is to create a dynamic platform that fosters interdisciplinary dialogue, empowers individuals, and inspires transformative action in the pursuit of a just and liberated society. At, at Seed 5, we recognize that true freedom and justice require the dismantling of oppressive systems, including those perpetuated by institutions and ideologies that support slavery, human trafficking, that's one that pisses me the fuck off, human trafficking, yeah, yeah. and other forms of exploitation, including what we were talking about earlier with the lack of fucking promotions. Uh, <laughs> abolitionism forms an integral part of our conference, aligning with our commitment to challenge oppressive structures and promoting human dignity. Very powerful. Yeah, man, I can't wait. It's going to be an amazing experience. Very, very fucking powerful. And I'm just searching um, what he posted we, earlier. We need, we need this stuff right now because... Yeah, there's too many sheep. Yes. We need this right now. Yes, sir. So here's some of the speakers. There's going to be a pre-show of music and art at 9.45 a.m. on the first day. And then there's an introduction, then Indica Martin, uh, Dorian Green, Brandon Spencer, Patty Logger, Chris Jansen, uh, James Cordner, fucking legend, Mark Devlin, fucking legend, Logan Hart, fucking legend, Corey Andrewlatt. Uh, Douglas Martin is doing part one and part two. I love Douglas Martin. His work is very fucking extensive, very deep. His work is fucking like blows my mind every time I watch it. Uh, Leslie Powers starting off going to day two, another pre-show with music art, and then ten in the morning starting off with Leslie Powers. Uh, Sethicus Boza. Leslie Powers is also a fucking legend. Sethica Boza is fucking badass. I love him. Brian Easterday. All these guys. Brian Easterday, Dylan McCormick, Nate Cap, Chris Nelson. Nate Cap did a lot of the artwork at uh, Skatetopia. Matt, you know the uh, the the shed next to the Jaeger igloo. Oh yeah, that's that's all Nate Cap's artwork. He did that oh, skull wow. right there with the CIA in the mouth. Uh, right, 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 right. So he's he's a fucking badass. He does the uh, he him and Brandon Martin are co-host of the Cubbyhole podcast. Definitely check out the Cubbyhole podcast when you're not yeah, listening no, I, to crazy I just life stories. Trailer. <laughs> it was like a pink trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah he, he did that. That's his artwork. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also Chris Nelton, Will Keller, who's a he's in he's an admin of the class we're in. He pops in and talks to us every now and again he's a fucking legend i look at all these guys as celebrities i'm just like these are guys are my modern day heroes these guys are my clint eastwoods and fucking kurt russell's you know uh, and then of course of course the very fucking legendary i know we've been slacking we said we were going to mention his name on every episode but uh brandon fucking martin 6 yeah, p.m followed by another guy we talk about on this podcast all the fucking time motherfucking Mark fucking Passio, the man himself at 8.55 p.m. to, to finish out the second day. Wow, dude, that's going to be a good yes. day. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. I can't wait, man. It, 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 it's it's going to be like a carnival of, like, truth. Yes. <laughs> and if you – I'm looking at the, the letters right now, Seed 5 Conference on his, on Brandon's Facebook. The letters are like, ooh, it's trippy. It looks like, a, like the 311 band. You ever heard of them? 
Oh yeah, I love three eleven. <laughs> the 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 words kind of look like like some of theirs. Looks yeah, like they're fun. It was they're, awesome. They're, they're, they're another band in Chicago. People either think they're really good or they think they suck. I'm like, why? It's really? Fun. Yeah. Dude, they have that song called uh, uh, "Beyond the Gray Sky." Oh yeah, dude. Oh, that it brings like fucking tears to my eyes sometimes. Yeah, they don't sound like nobody sounds like them. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I love I love this type of podcast because it's just like even you said like oh this is a different topic but that doesn't even matter it's just like. You could just go go off on different tangents because there's no there's no structure to this. That's what's so great, man. So. Right, and that's for the audience too. Listen to that audience. They should Join do that. Like if I was to do a presentation, I would probably take that 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 style, right? Just free flowing, no structure, or just a few jot up, maybe ten points or twenty points on a board to stimulate my own memory about things I can start talking about to stimulate some conversation, and then. Have people in the yes. audience just come up to the mic and start <laughs> chatting, or like the Phil Donahue he used to run through the audience with the mic, and people would say something, they'd run over there, they'd say something, and it was good audience participation, right? So I would just start yeah. chatting, and then right. have somebody run around with the mic, and then keep the conversation going. Yes, sir. And that reminds me, like people, people love audience participation, right? It kind of breaks them out of that shell. There's a band called Daikaiju, right? Uh, it's based off of like you know T Rexes and shit. They're called Dekaiju. The whole band wears masks, but when they show up to your town, they set their cymbals on fire with lighter fluid and they set their guitars on fire. They're a surf rock band, and they'll let the crowd like play their guitars, and they just have a such a huge draw. <laughs> like no matter where they play, so many people fucking show up to their shows of all different types of calibers. You know, like. Nerds show up. Do you get D and D nerds? You get Stranger Things D and D nerds. You get like Matrix nerds, metalheads, punk rockers, fucking Pink Floyd listeners, hippies. You know. So that's a that's a great idea, Dennis. Hell yeah. Yeah, maybe one day we could start a YouTube or something to do that. To do a festival, yeah. To do a fest, and it would, yeah, shit. Man. Or just do Zoom calls and red, you know, just uh, have whoever yeah. z- jump in on Zoom call. Have the uh, public, you know, here's a Zoom link. Jump in, and we just start chatting on a topic, you know, and uh, people can yes, just jump sir. in because on Zoom you can you can I think you can mute people, and then you, when they raise their hand or something like Mark does it, let them speak, and then have the conversation going. Yeah, you can you can mute them. That's a great idea, Matt. You need to download. Uh, actually, speaking of Matt, you need to download Telegram, and then one of these days we'll have like a, just a random one-off little episode where we could have show our faces okay sounds good i I know some sometimes people like that shit but we're gonna we're gonna show our faces here when you come to town well yeah i I think they've talked about on here on spotify for podcasters or whatever like you can do video yeah for some reason people they love audio but they also love like seeing the people like even like how joe rogan does it like they just like seeing the people on video too this world is it's so weird what people like i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah but we gotta you know we gotta give them what they want a little bit not don't give them everything that they want we don't want to be spoiled sure sure i agree (laughs) I, i just think like the the, like the flow of it is funny because it's just like <laughs> yeah it's awesome it's kind of like improv like uh what's that whose line is it anyways 
I forgot. Oh, dude, that, that show was whatever, brilliant. Dude, what the whatever happened to that show, man? It took away all the good shows. Gosh. Drives me nuts. That show was so fucking good. Even, even like, like on Friday nights, like on ABC was like Family Matters, and then like I'm trying to remember what came after that. But dude, it, it was just like killer. Like those kind of maybe Full House too. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back in the day, that's even another thing. For as far as entertainment goes, back in the day, TV shows used to be so they they were very humble and and. Down to earth, basically, I, I guess is a great way to put it. Shows used to be really down to earth. And now it's like, I, I, uh, speaking of, we were just talking about Brave New World on Peacock. Uh, in order, before we got to a Brave New World, we would get go through TV shows like uh, fucking Housewife. Gosh, I should click. I should go on to Peacock and just, just to find the name of the show. It's more of those shows where it's like, oh, you get a bunch of chicks who live in the same house and they're all chasing after this rich guy who like owns the mansion and <laughs> chase the like rich the, guy. That sounds like The Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah, they have like Peacock has a shit ton of TV shows like that. And to, to take it back to what Dennis was saying, uh, speaking of, um, there was a... The End Evil podcast on YouTube has been doing these little roundtable discussions where they go live on YouTube and they'll bring in people like they'll bring in people and whoever whoever wants to talk. Well, there's a basic topic and um, they'll go around the table and everybody will get like this is the topic of the episode. And then everybody uh, discusses their opinions. And you know how classes like, you know, topics we bounce off of each other and go down different rabbit holes just from the conversations and stuff like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. And like, actually, so synchronistically, the last class we took, Mark, Mark was talking about how you do something so much to where you you could just do it without even thinking about it. And then your, your subconscious just takes over. And when your subconscious takes over, that's when the really like, the real genius comes out, just like the, the 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 TV show we were just talking about. Whose line is it? You know, yeah, dude. that's what that's why that show is so genius because they just they did it so much they got so used to it. Yeah, and uh, Your improv skills is good to have. You're just yeah. sort of led by the spirit, then it's, and it goes better places. I think led by the spirit exactly. Yeah. Instead of having a very you know, structure is fine, you know, to keep a certain degree of order. But if you're structuring your presentations, I find. I do anyway. I kind of tune out during a, a presentation. It's just a one-way presentation. And I'm sort of daydreaming at some points, you know, it's like, but if it's yeah. interactive where you have a chance to, Hey, I can ask a question. You're paying more attention because you, you can get to inter interact more. Right? Oh, Hey. And speaking of back to the, uh, back to the seed five conference, uh, after, after every speaker speaks, there is a Q and a session with the speaker. Oh man, that's and, sweet. Yeah, so they this is the first year that they've done this, and I think that is so genius. Like that is man, so I fucking meet genius. Mark oh yeah, dude, you can ask him a question. Yeah. Ask him a question during the Q. Oh no, oh, for, yeah, for Mark, for Mar it says for Mark, there's no Q and A, unfortunately. But there's still going to be roundtable discussions at the end of both day one and day two. Right. So, and I looks. I'm looking at like certain speakers have the Q and A aspect. Not all of them do. 
So, but that's still awesome. Yeah, like like what you said, Dennis. When it like during seed three, I you, like that's an all day thing. It was from fucking like ten in the morning to midnight, and there were there were some times where I just like yeah, I started spacing out. <laughs> I hate to say it, but well, it's, 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 it's part of human nature. You you know, it's hard to keep your focus attention all the time. You daydream, but also GMO food and the pesticides and the chemtrails also dumb our brains yeah. like that, right? Just Make it even worse. Absolutely. Yeah. Geostratic aerosolic engineering. No, I, I probably said that wrong, but I was close. <laughs> so, how many like uh, listeners do you generally get generally get on here? Uh, you know, Matt. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it it, it gives you like an audience number, like when you post, and it, I I mean, like I'll go from like. It started like started like seventeen listeners up to like I'm in the twenties like mid twenties right now. So I mean it 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 just shows progression. I guess you could say that. Hmm. So would the twenty? I wonder what the twenty would be like active, like monthly active listeners or? Yeah, I what's weird is there there is a way to charge a monthly fee for listeners, but it says if I do that then I can't do what I'm doing right now. It's kind of weird. So I'm like, well, I'd rather just get the money every day and then save it up to, and then cash out. That makes more sense than like trying to do like monthly subscriptions. Cause that's a harder thing to get people to do anyways. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. That's interesting. So, but I mean, you- I, I mean, I'm, I'm blown away that I'm coming up on like 11,000 plays. I mean, I have a lot of content on here. I'm not saying I don't, but it, yeah. it, it, it's it's been received well over the past three years of working on this. You know, I don't know. I just use that Mr. Beast guy as an analogy. Like it took him five to seven years of making like, hundreds of YouTube videos to like get where he is today. So it's just like that's just the game. Like that's the nature of the piece. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh. So. As much as I shit on my cousin who talked about the Elon Musk, he does have a tattoo that I really love. It's it says, uh, "Be proud but never satisfied." And I, right. I like I really like that. You know, be proud that you have the ten thousand or eleven thousand plays, but don't be satisfied. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, no, I agree. You I know? think that's probably, the, that's probably the best advice for anybody that's working on anything. That's, that's yeah, sad. yeah. I love that. I'm promoting I'm promoting the podcast right now. I'm saying we're plugging we're plugging seed five. Check it out. I can't wait, man. I know, but I, there's gonna be like re, like a lot of legends there. So heck yeah. And it's really cool because it's a totally free event and we're using the internet, right? It's a it's a double edged sword. It, the internet could be used for uh, hedonism and watching stupid fucking porn and masturbating all day and being egotistical, or it could be used to uh, Get knowledge out there. Get morals out there. People need to be talking about this shit. People need to be talking uh, about the elephants in the room. And uh, can, no, nobody can, ever got family. Seed five. Luckily, the the hosts and the creators of these events understand that, like you know, some some of us, not all of us, have have money like that. So it's just a free event, and you can, you know, get awesome knowledge, dude. Literally, this knowledge will change your fucking life. 
I said it at no, one of the one of the shows at Michiana Education and Elkhart Center that I opened up. I said these are the most powerful fucking minds of our generation, and and it just sucks. They don't they don't get the recognition that they deserve. We're still in the underground, right? Here's another some more Matrix allegory. Uh, yeah, the, it's, made, this, it's like even it's like even Brandon Martin and Mark Passio are still underground, even though tons yeah. of people, even though tons of people know who they are. That's it's, weird. Man. That's nuts. It's insane. Yeah. It's literally fucking insane. Yeah. And, and in the Matrix, the city, the city, the heart of the human city where all the free people lived was like way deep in the underground of the earth, where the near the near the core of the earth, where it was still warm, right? Right, and that's how that's how our underground is, you know. With our with our music scenes, you got punk rock tacos over there. We got these uh, Michiana Education Arca, Elk. You know, we got that venue here in Elkhart. This is the underground. People, people are, you know, people. How how far is South Bend from Elkhart? Oh, uh, it's it's like thirty minutes. Okay, I got. You. I'm just I'm just wondering, man. I don't, it doesn't oh, matter. Uh, I'm. Sure, I'll have a ride. So we'll all right, everyone can take a lift or whatever, whatever. Yeah, if not, yeah, it's not too bad. It's like 13, 14, 15 bucks if you get it. If you get a good, uh, an Uber driver that's not like the XL, you know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. We'll get there. We always do. Oh yeah, we know oh, we always do. Yeah. Oh yeah, like this Friday there's a metal show, and uh, I just I just wanted to go. To mosh, get some anger out, take some pictures for the YouTube channel, or take some pictures and videos for the YouTube channel and Facebook. And, uh, you know, we, I wasn't even playing the show when I got there. I ended up having to run the door because, uh, because people are fucking lazy. You know, we don't have, <laughs> not, I, not, that's kind of negative. I don't want to put it like that. But, you know, we're, this, we have a, no, so we have a new, right. but you are right. I don't care on that statement. You are right. And we even have like curbside pickup and delivery. To, I mean, it makes people lazier. So what? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's that instant gratification, right? Like, oh, I don't need to make like, myself well, dinner. I don't, I don't know. Nobody wants to like struggle with their project and then mm -hmm. come out with the, the winning end in the end. It's like nobody wants. Like, I want to do that. I love like the struggle. It's so interesting. Yeah, the struggle's good because without the struggle, life would be very fucking boring. And I, 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 yeah, I'm I sorry to, I'm sorry to kind of rant, but back to this venue, like we're, we're, we're getting bands to this venue. We're putting in the work. We have excellent sound. We're live streaming every event and like people still aren't coming. We like, and we're just every show like this past Friday, there was, I think there were three people that paid to get into the building, you know, three or four people that paid. And it's, wow. it's like, fuck, it's just the underground. It's like, how do you get people to, we're trying to get people just to come to a punk rock show, let alone the Matrix allegorical movie night. You know, we can't even get know. people to come to a punk rock show. It's so, it's like, I mean, fuck. Every, everybody pays at punk rock tacos. I mean, I don't have to pay. I just get in, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's because you're a fucking legend. <laughs> well, that's, and you guys are out, like, the population of what you guys are dealing with compared to the population of Elkhart. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> you know, that's like a whole nother fucking... Yeah, it's, oh, not it's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing. <laughs> it is, no, it's a whole thing. Yeah, because, I mean, the venue, it's literally... It's, it's not in 
downtown Elkhart. Even I, well, there isn't even a downtown Elkhart. Elkhart is like all factory. It's all factories and shit. It's just like Gary, Indiana. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking hard to get people. You know, you can't get people to show up for a free conference, let alone a fucking ten dollar metal show with like totally insane, awesome bands that are like shred. And they love their music. They love their craft. They practice their instruments. You can tell they're solid, but right. it's just like it's so hard to get to build a scene. No, I I know what you mean. Yeah, it's crazy. It's hard, be, it's hard to be part of a scene that people don't want you part of. Uh, it's too nuts. Yeah, and we're doing, dude. Like the the owner, the owner of the venue, Dom. He's a legend. We interviewed him on our YouTube channel, Beagle Live Engines. Check it out. Uh, he's he like he's putting all this money he's like he's got a projector in there he's buying all these cameras for the live stream the live stream sounds really fucking good dude like i've been going to punk rock shows metal shows for years and the live stream sounds like great it's crystal you know that's good and it's just i just yeah i don't i just i don't know it's just an awesome venue i'm like why aren't people freaking showing up it's crazy yeah, I hope a lot, I hope people come for the thing at the end of the month, man. Cause... Oh, I'm expecting like just like the Seed Three conference. Like, so we made the Facebook event for Seed Three. We had it at Domino's. We had the conference room. Got rented out the conference room. Uh, offered free pizza on the Facebook event. Anybody who show, all you have to do is show up, dude. You get free pizza. Come get some fucking esoteric knowledge for Seed Four or Seed Three. All you have to do is show up, get free pizza. And nobody showed up. The only people that were there was my mom and my little sister. And they were only there because we didn't have a car. <laughs> yeah, people just want to be, they want to be afraid. And I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis, you said that, that joke on the last episode, how's hell going up there? Oh, <laughs> Same old shit, pretty much. Every every day, some new, some new little research and see new ridiculous, stupid shit. You know. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wonder what the solution is. Well, the obvious solution is the whole government is so fucking corrupt, and people just gotta, you know, get rid of it and just uh, move to total voluntarianism society and uh, be free. But how to move that when you've got so many thousands of years slave programming and and people just uh, don't know how to get any other way, right? Yes, exactly. It's exhausting. Uh, that reminds me of, uh, to do another shameless plug of Skatopia. <laughs> uh, they have a sticker where it says, the sticker, all it says is, it says, your problem is obvious. And it's a cartoon drawing that actually, Nate Cap again, Nate Cap who's on seat four, he's going to be talking to seat four. Nate Cap did this artwork where it's a guy with his head literally bent down through his legs and his head is up his ass <laughs> and the sticker says your problem is obvious that's all it says <laughs> it's like, no, man. i know what you're talking about and and mark passio says uh you know when your head is in the sand it's hilarious that our bodies are designed so when your head is in the sand you're at what, what's up in the air your when, head's in, when your head's in the sand you know you're ready to get fucked <laughs> he puts he puts it a little bit more lightly. <laughs> we're kind of raw. We're kind of raw on crazy life stories. We're nuts. 
<laughs> yeah, it's all good. It, it, <laughs> no, anything can be said on here. I'm not. I'm not I, almost. I've said so much crazy shit on here already. I don't care. There was, dude. There was one story where you went. I'm not gonna talk more much more about it. But you went to the forest reserve. Oh yeah, the one of those stories. I was like, oh damn, that's. <laughs> it was good though, as far as like storytelling goes. Fucking oh, awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so we have we both have class tomorrow. I'm pretty fucking excited. That's cool. But yeah. Should be fun. Learn some new shit. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh I'm excited. like once we get to the um because he's got a there's a in the curriculum. He's got a streaming. One of the Mondays is all about like streaming and producing content on the internet. I really, I can't wait to get to that because then I'll, we'll be able to have like the Telegram chats, like what Dennis was talking about. We'll be able to have those chats and have people, you know, join in as they see fit. <laughs> and I'll be able to record it. It'll be cool. Figure it out. Sweet, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You want to maybe wrap this up? We're coming up on two hours, which is the longest one. So that's cool. But yeah, actually, uh, hold on. I'll be right back. Did I tell you about that other Voyager episode called the the Thaw? No. I'll read the wiki write up on it. It says the Thaw is the 39th episode of Star Trek Voyager, the 23rd episode of the second season. In this science fiction television show, the crew of a spaceship. Voyager, discover aliens mentally connected to a computer reality, virtual reality world. The spaceship, find, uh, Voyager, they, they say, but the Voyager finds a planet that was destroyed by a solar flare. And the survivors hmm. are in hibernation pods. So to survive, oh. you know, until the planet was <laughs> get better, they transferred their consciousness into virtual reality world. <laughs> what happened wow. is, and what happened in the episode is uh, they had fears that, and they started to manifest this, this character called the clown and other Denzians of the clown who had sort of, you know, they can manipulate the virtual reality world. They started causing them traumas and terrorizing them, torturing some, killing some, and, and it kept them all trapped in fear. And they were, you know, just this clowns like wow. the devil just tormenting people. And, and then you know, they had their fun on it and, and then the Blana Torres and uh, Kim, Ensign Kim, go into the reality, this virtual world, to try and figure out what's going on. And they figure out what's going on. And then they uh, they were held hostage there. And then Jane, you know, they tried, Janeway tried to free them. And eventually she was able to, to negotiate with the clown because the clown was really fascinated with Janeway because she's so dynamic. So I'll come in there. You release wow. the messages. I'll come in there and you can do whatever to me. Do the whole sacrifice, Christ sacrifice thing, and and she, she goes in there, and so the clown lets him go, and eventually she, the clown figured out Janeway tricked him that she was able to configure the computer such that she appeared to be in the uh, virtual reality world, but she wasn't. So then she just shut down the program <laughs> and got rid of, hmm. killed all the negative entities that were spawned <laughs> Holy off of the minds of people. There's this concept of egregore. We create the demons based off their sentient thinking beings based off our own fears and whatnot and that's how yeah sort of like the fallen goddess scenario Sophia falling into the earth and her 
fears maybe she didn't know she had spawned the archons concepts or in, in movies, shows and whatnot, right? Wow, yeah. So you could Dang. say what I told you before about Savtra, the, the Voyager episode, where they were given false memories, having having done terrible things, and then the other one where they're given false memories and and made to be workers on this planet, and then also right. this, this episode where they are they realize their they, their own fear spawned evil demons that are keeping them trapped and, and subjugated. So <laughs> it's sort of like in this re, combine those three episodes. We're in a prison type reality. We we start to wake up and realize we're in a prison. We realize we're hostages here, and there's other forces that, you know there's not just bad ets but that we maybe we created but also good ets in various ways trying to reach us wake us up get us out of being a hostage and eventually become a, a janeway mm -hmm. night where you realize you're not even your consciousness and you as a, a divine being you're actually not even really here in this 3d world and you can become a freedom fighter then and help free other people realize these things yes right yes oh that's it Fucking great way to wrap it up to be told. I was saying all that. I'm like, this is an awesome part of the ending. Like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've never done this before. Sorry, I've never done this before. And there's an uh, Entourage is one of my favorite TV shows. For I don't know fucking why, but they they have a podcast where they have Irish cricket. So I'm just gonna do Irish cricket right here. <laughs> Happy Labor Day. Yeah, and you said that episode was called The Fog. The Thaw, T H E W, the Thaw. The Look up thaw. Wiki there, yeah. Ooh. So you know, basically, I think Janeway she realized well she, in the in the show she wasn't in the simulation. She had nothing to fear about dying and shutting down the program. When you get to that point, you don't fear death. I mean, everyone's in trauma. Yes. Oh, you go to hell. Religion and these ETs that you created all the fucking religions to keep you in a traumatized state. The Savtra thing, thinking you know, subconscious memories of doing atrocities. That's what the fucking demons did. They can burn hell for that shit. Don't blame me. And or we're being tech workers or being harvested. Our fears feed off these fucking evil beings and they're going to pay for it. Not us. Yes. Don't be afraid of death. Everyone just stands up and stop doing anything. The government says, kill me. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. You got nothing to fear. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Righteous anger. Hell yeah. Yeah. Righteous, not stupid anger, righteous anger. Exactly. It's not violence when it's non-violent non anger. Violence uh, to to help wrap it up. Violence is violence only occurs when you violate another human being's rights. So when you're on the uh, when you're on the se when you're on self-defense, you're on the right side. <laughs> it's not violence, and it's well, self-defensive violence, but it's not. It's your right. They started it, right? Exactly. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't even add violence onto it at all. Just self defense. Period. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, there's violence involved, but that's your right. You, you know, you don't have to put up the shit, right? Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I see where you're coming from now. Awesome, guys. Well, shit. Happy Labor Day out there, audience people. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> after midnight. So yeah, happy Labor Day. Man. Freaking. <laughs> If you, if you liked what Dennis had to say, uh, freaking come out to the Matrix allegorical movie night. Or, hey, join the free Seed 5. Is it Seed 5? Did I say Seed 5? Yeah. I think, yeah, Seed 5. Yeah, <laughs> check out the Seed 5 conference. Absolutely free. Totally free. All you have to do is fucking show up, dude. Trophy for showing up. <laughs>
that's that's crazy. There's a question and answer session. Not that, not that there wouldn't be, but I'm just saying that that's nuts, man. So yeah, it's a new thing. Every year, every year gets better. Just like Skatopia, you know. Don't go, don't go spend hundreds of dollars and uh, potentially lose your life at Coachella or whatever. The oh man, festival I, we were talking about. <laughs> I had some rare Dr Pepper there. It was great. Wait, what? At Skatopia, the last time, not this, not this year, but last year, when we oh, were there. Yeah, that was some really good Dr Pepper too. Yeah, it was like blueberry or something. Yeah, Ch I, fuck, Ch I can't remember. <laughs> it's in the video. It's in the video. Beagle Live videos. Check it out. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's a reference. There's a reference point. That's nuts. <laughs> Easter eggs. You get Easter eggs and crazy life stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> and check out the fall. Was it the fall? That episode? I'm saying yeah. that for my for myself. The fall. Okay. Not oh, T T H A W. Thaw. The thaw. Oh, the thaw. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, I'm not shit. sure what the other ones are called, but uh, you probably could watch them somewhere. Or get them off of YouTube or somewhere. The Tubi, I think, is another one that puts old episodes of various oh, sorts. Nice. Yeah, Tubi's been actually doing some pretty good stuff. They just put out SLC Punk on there. This is an old school movie. The Babylon yeah. 5 series is on there. I checked out one day. That's uh, a pretty good series. Did you ever watch that? Babylon 5? No, I'm curious. They had a bunch no, of I definitely know of it. I never watched much of it, but I want to check that out too. They, they did the Star Trek thing too sometimes, the virtual reality and what's real, what's not, consciousness type stuff. And they had aliens there. It was a space station with a bunch of aliens trying to figure out work out their differences, sort of an allusion to the UN, supposedly trying to figure out their <laughs> differences. I mean, there's always allegories to real life, what they're talking about, right? Exactly. Right. And there, and there was aliens, too. There, The Vorlons were these light, light, like angelic beings, and they were in these encounter suits to hide what they really looked like, because otherwise people would think they're gods, angels, or whatever. And there was these shadow beings, too, the shadows. They're like demon beings, and they're they're millions of years older than the younger races like humans on this Babylon mm -hmm. 5 station. And uh, the shadows would come out every thousand years or so and start wars and, and get the younger races, you know, fighting amongst Whoa. each other. Or like the governments do here, divide and conquer. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this is, was their idea of how to make people better. And supposedly that we were, the, the, the shadows had the ideology of make people stronger, better work together, great, better death killing machines. And that helps, helps you evolve. That was their sort of demonic philosophy. And the Borlons had a different philosophy. So wow. work together. And this is, and, and you know, and be willing to sacrifice and this will make you better and, and help you to evolve. And, yeah, this will make you better, right? So they're show they're showing like the idea of the diseugenicists, as as Mark calls them, the diseugenicists, because eugenicists wants to want uh, good breeding in society. They want to upbreed, but diseugenicists want to wants us to be slaves, and they don't. They just you know we said it on this podcast before. They want us just smart enough to operate the machines, but just dumb enough to never, you know, never come out of it. Yeah, and that can Carlin said that too. Yeah, is it real? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fucking a! What a legend, dude. What a legend. But, but, but most people are just smart enough to do their job, but they're not smart enough to like want to overturn a government. It's nuts. Yeah, they're just yeah, smart enough. Busy, to... Struggling to survive, fear of death makes you stop not ask questions. You're busy struggling to survive, yet you just do your job and you don't, you know, 
you can't be too creative and find better ways to do things because the whole structure is hierarchy based. No, the boss doesn't agree and you can't do that. And your creative ideas are crushed. And so it's like, you're just a cog in the machine and it keeps your spirit down. I think that's really ultimately the real, yeah, all that, right? Yeah. I mean, these ET beans, whatever they're harvesting, your low vibe energy and fears and whatnot, and they want to keep <laughs> low vibe and not really creative and exercising your real talents and realizing you're powerful and just with your imagination and unity, you can destroy these beans. I still think yeah. about scenes, you know, there's the whole Anunnaki stuff, Sitchin and all that. Archaeus talks about that, right? Some beans, some you know, call them aliens. They subjugated mankind, and then they they left. Cosmic abandonment. That's what Mark Passo talks about. They left, but yeah, conditioned people enough to be fighting and killing one another, and they left some supposedly genetically superior kings to ruling over and being the physical humans doing the same fucking thing they're doing and keeping the whole world enslaved because the real purpose is just to traumatize. In our early history, cosmic abandonment, mm-hmm. like Mark talks about, they leave, but they're still harvesting your fucking energy once they've trained these fucking slave masters called government to do the same fucking thing and think we're free, but we're just completely <laughs> free. Getting fucked up the ass, slaving away, <laughs> and low vibe states and negative energies and negative fears and shit. And that's yes. what it's all about. Yeah. Just... yeah. yeah. It's I mean, it's so, it, it's just. Like, like we're saying, we said it earlier in this podcast, it's, it's coming up now, it's just like, we're not free. We, 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 are, we live a false reality of what freedom is. It's, it's a pseudo-freedom. Yeah, pseudo-freedom. <laughs> because houses yeah. and cars, because houses and cars own people. You don't own a house or a Surfdom, car. right? Mm-hmm. Surfdom. Yeah. Pay the, pay the master. Pay the master. What is pay the master? But the biggest thing is, I just think people aren't tired of like, like taxes. I was looking up the like the origin of taxes. Like they shouldn't even exist. It's just ridiculous. But oh, I dude, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt (laughs) you, but just to add on what Dennis was saying earlier, you know, it's like, uh, fuck, I lost it. Yeah, it's like taxes. They make you think that paying taxes is like a good virtue. But in reality, you're supporting elite pedophiles that are hoarding all the knowledge with with armed fucking 50 caliber machine guns and tanks in the Vatican. And it's like, (laughs) it's insane. It's fucking insane. It is. It's insane. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're good, man. I'm. Just, I just. No, I agree with you. I just. It's so insane that these people that think they're so intelligent think like you were saying, like paying taxes and following all these rules and regulations. Like they think that's smart, and, and, it's just, and that's uh, that's so. It's so far from being smart. Like it's just so. Again, that's another elephant in the room, right? There, there's some people that say, I fucking hate paying taxes. I wish I could go the rest of my life and not pay a single dollar on a tax. And then there are some people who say, well, uh, my taxes go to food stamps. And, uh, you know, I kind of like that I'm kind of helping out the poor. And I've kind of helped that. Uh, who's going to build the roads? And da 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 all this fucking stupid-ass ignorant rhetoric that they don't even... You can tell they don't even hear themselves on a daily basis. Because if they did, they'd probably be like, what am I doing with my life? I'm allowing these people to steal money out of my fucking paycheck that I work 40 fucking plus hours for every... It's just BS. Yeah, that- 
But money is just fiat. It's just paper. It's just zeros and ones in a computer. It's meaningless. Yeah. It's nothing. Right. Right. No, they, I've seen it represents your energy. And it's really these exactly. beings are, are sucking and eating your yes. energy. The energy. That's why they keep you working away, slaving for, for, for nothing. It's just nonsense. Right. Den Dennis. I've, oh, I've seen a video that, that says like only 3% of currency is even real. And like 97%, yes, it's just yeah. zeros and ones on a computer screen. And, Dude, it's, it's too nuts. And, like, uh, they even call it currency because of the spelling and the magic of words makes subconsciously, subliminally, it's your currency. It's your energy. You slave away just your fears and your struggles. Do I have yes. money? Am I going to have enough money to retire? It's all just to harvest we, your negative energy and fears and keep you in a low vibe fear state. Dennis, we, bro we broke down the word money before. On this channel, one eye. That's what. I'm yes, about. the one eye. And then another way you could break it down is is currency, currency, and and chi, chi in Chinese culture uh, is is energy. So what is current currency? It's your current chi, your current energy. So when your when your current energy is going towards money, that's you know it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, put in that green language, put in that emerald language. And money's just crazy. It's like because people are divided by how much they make and this and it. It's too fucked up. Like another Mark calls it another type of religion: money, belief in authority. Just all another forms of fake religion. Yeah, yeah. There are people. There's people in my family that will always look down on you if you like if you don't own a vehicle. <laughs> like, and if you own, you'll have a period in your life where you you own a vehicle that will like they'll start like kind of stop looking down on you, but then you lose the vehicle and they'll start looking down on you again. It's so weird. <laughs> oh no, yeah, the, the family judgment thing is bizarre, man. It's like you need a you need a vehicle to have freedom, but it's like really, really, because when I get a vehicle, I see insurance, I see oil changes, I see fucking. The price of tires is over two hundred dollars for one fucking tire. It's a lot of places, you know. It's That's like this saying. is this is not freedom. Like, you're out of your like, mind. My car is just not freedom. And, and when you're sixteen, dude, check this out. When you're sixteen, when you're able to get your license, you're told that. Well, now that you have your license, you're more free. No, oh. you're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they say it's a it's a it's a <laughs> rite of passage, right? It's a rite of passage like, like, to get your license. Yeah, 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 what, yeah. What does that even mean? A rite of passage? Know, like what? Like it's can somebody break that down? <laughs> like they, they they say it's a privilege too, and I'm like, it's not even a privilege. Like, yeah, it's not a fucking privilege at all, dude. I'd rather I'd rather ride my skateboard to fucking work I mean, like still even even, 29 years old i'd still rather spread. that's why i love riding my bicycle i feel <laughs> so much more free on my bicycle than like time to get behind the wheel because i used to have a bunch of cars but i, I i've lived without cars for a long time man because yeah. i can't i can't do them anymore they're too nuts and just like uh you know just like skateboarders and bike riders and uh uh, whoever else I was going to say, you have to be in, in, in tune with nature, right? There's kind of an aspect where you have to be in tune with nature. And a lot of people don't want to be in tune with nature, which yeah. absolutely fucking infuriates me. Because it, there's, there's a lot of people like, 
gosh, throw a rock. It'll land on somebody who like absolutely hates camping, hates being outside because the mosquitoes and like this and that. This is like, but they don't they don't see the beauty in like in going out and sitting next to a creek and just like zenning out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so and that's another thing we have to get closer to nature we have to be in harmony with nature if we go against it like i said earlier it's gonna fucking shake us off like a bad case of fleas or it's gonna shake us off like a bad case of gonorrhea or something <laughs> it's just gonna shake us off and be like <laughs> you know wipe its hands of the dirt and Start over. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. I think we're gonna wrap this up. This has been fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah fu thanks. Thanks for having me on, Matt. Thanks for coming on, Dennis. I really yeah, appreciate it. All your knowledge. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for consistently coming on. That means a lot to me as the creator of this fucking thing. And like, it's cool. So I really appreciate it. So thanks, guys. Hell yeah, yeah. Matt. You're a fucking legend. I mean, like there, this podcast has a bunch of stories on it from a first person. There's people on it as guests. So it's just, yes. I, I never, you never know what a podcast can evolve into. Exactly. I mean, obviously like any art project, but I'm just saying like a podcast. Oh, yeah. So it, it's interesting now that I look forward to Sunday night with you guys. Whereas before I didn't do that. That's what I'm saying. So like, just interesting. Like, yeah. Yes, and I just want to add on to that. That's also why we, you inspired us, Matt, to for our YouTube channel. This, that's why we started. We started the Legend series, the Legends of South Bend, the Legends of uh, Skatopia, Legends of. Uh, when we interview you, it's going to be Legends of Elmhurst because it's not just the people, but it's also the stories, right? The legends, right? So it's like it's you gotta, cool. it's a symbol. Yeah. It's symbolism. Not you got to think of it like that. Not all like reviewers and videographers get what you just said, and I'm just saying that because I've been a videographer myself for a long time. But um, you guys get yeah. it, man. Yeah. Well, shit. I, I'm gonna cut out. Thanks, guys. Man, this is a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. And over two hours, first one over two hours. So that's interesting. Hell yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, the last one kept growing. Like it got like twenty some plays right away, and then it's up to like almost almost forty right now. So. It's nice. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see how this one does. So I'll I'll keep sharing. I'll keep sharing, doing my thing. I'll share it on Beagle Eye. I'll share it on Facebook. Do the thing. Cool. You know. All Thanks, right. Man. Well, have a great night, fellas. I'm out of yeah, here. You guys, yeah, you guys have a good night. Right, peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.